Hey guys, what is up? This is Dave here from the BDP cast. This is just a little, um, a little small introduction to this episode, um, a special episode, episode 10 of the BDP cast. Now, I know it's been, I think, just over two and a half years since I've uploaded an episode, um, March 2018. Madness. So much has gone on since then. Um, I know I've moved house twice, I have a new job, um, I finished college, have a degree, like there's just so much that's been happening going on. I will get into in a later episode, probably the next episode actually that I'm going to do, I'll probably just give a little update on my life and what's happening and where I've been and because um, you've all missed me so much. <laughs> um, but this is a special episode with my brother. Um, I wanted to do like a football um, special kind of episode. So giving you a heads up, if you're not into football as in soccer, as some of the summer Americans would call it, um, probably not for you. Um, but it's still is good crack. That's me and my brother shooting the shit. Um, chatting about Man United. I'm a Man United supporter, and my brother then would be a Chelsea fan. So it's just us two chatting about our our thoughts on Man United and Chelsea coming into the new season. Um, as I said, I think there's a lot of similarities between Chelsea and United with the manager. It's just, you'll hear it. There's lots of different things. We try about the transfer window, the predictions for next season, um, Mark's love of football, and obviously the name of the episode, The De- the Red Devil and the Turncoat. Mark was a Man United supporter until the very tender age of eight years old. He decided to do the dirty and support Chelsea, but he gives his reasons for it. And look, he's only eight years old, of course, so, you know... We can forgive him, but I just I love giving him a hard time over it because it just it, you can see it just eats away at him. <laughs> but it is a long episode. It's like it's two it's two hours and twenty minutes, something like that. Um, it is good crack. It is good fun. Um, so yeah, might continue doing this. I actually might do a whole separate podcast altogether for this season. Myself, and my brother, um, week in or once a week rate or view the matches of Chelsea United and converse and because I do think it's going to be very well depending on how the transfer window goes it could be very tight between Man United and Chelsea could be a very very interesting season so I think we might might just do a separate football podcast um fuck it why not so look guys enjoy um I will be posting an episode of what has been going on the last couple of years and just yeah a little update of where I'm at and what I'm doing and stuff like that so yeah enjoy guys Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's been a while, it's been too long, it's the BDP cast, um, episode 10, but a kind of a special edition, I had the idea that I get my brother on, hello Mark, introduce yourself you dick. Hello ladies and gentlemen. This is my younger brother Mark, whose birthday, time of recording is tomorrow. What time is it now? Well, like 45 it minutes. Is, yeah, literally 45 minutes. Birthday tomorrow. But um. Yeah, this is going to be like a football special. Um, the season starts in, tw- is it the 12th of September? Six yeah. days? 12th, yeah. Six day, nearly a week. Six days. <laughs> oh, the goosebumps are coming. Wow. So um, basically, I am a bit, well, as people know, if you've listened to the podcast, I do delve into Man United now and again. Now, this not this chat might not be for everyone, but fuck you guys, you can go. <laughs> no one has to stay and, wa- and listen to this. But for the football um, for the football heads, I'm a lifelong United fan, brought up United and Mark is Chelsea, but uh, yeah, you can see his little, oh, he's grimacing now. <laughs> Mark was brought up a United fan, but at the age of eight? Seven or eight, yeah. Seven or eight. Yeah. Um, he fell in, like, you, you tell the story of how you became the turncoat. Right, right at so. least I get to finally <laughs> tell the story. Justify it. the millions and millions. <laughs> um, 
this is my story and I fully stand by it. Um, well, you could say that I started getting an interest in Chelsea 2002. 2002-ish, where there was a girl in my class called, do you remember Emily Brown and Alex Brown? The two Chelsea heads? Yeah. And like, I would have been friends with Emily and would have been chatting to her and her dad and stuff. And he's always on to me. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. So that's how I got to know Chelsea. That's where my first kind of interest in Chelsea came because I'd be looking out for them. And Oliver, we had a neighbour when we used to live in England called... Um, Still giving talks about Ollie. Yeah, Ollie. Uh, he was a Chelsea fan He's as well. a Spurs fan now. He's that, you say I'm a turncoat, but that we'll go into that later on. But right, okay. going from Chelsea to Spurs, that's a sin from from a Chelsea point of view, but we'll not go into that right now because... We're focusing on your turn, yeah, exactly. Coast. <laughs> oh, <fuck me. laughs> um, yeah, so that's where I got my first interest from Chelsea that I looked out for the results between Ali Mitchell and that and got to know players like Zola, who was in the end of his career. But um, yeah, when I first made the, the jump, I suppose, was it was, I think it was my eighth birthday. It was my eighth birthday. So this time... What's so it's your anniversary of being a turncoat, man. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll stop, I'll stop now, I'll stop. Uh, what's that, 18 years ago now, is it? Fuck, it yeah, is. yeah. 18 years ago, wow. Um, I had a Man United shirt, and the sponsor got all ripped off it, the Vodafone. For, so it would have been would have been 2003 when I got that jersey, because I remember that Man United shirt, it was the Vodafone one, with black trim on it. Um so that ripped and then we were at uh, our cousin's house um emma's and i remember turning his mom said can i get a new shirt because my sponsors had ripped on the shirt she said yeah no problem um and i went into i can't remember what it was called i think it might have still been jd sport i don't know how long they've been a thing but i'm pretty sure it was like jd sport or was it jb it's either jb or jd but that doesn't really matter um went in anyway and looking at the football shirts when i saw the chelsea one the chelsea blue um and Love I, at first sight. I just had it <laughs> i just had it in my head I, I i can i can still see it now as clear as i can see you right in front of me i can just see it up there and i remember thinking do i do it do i get a chelsea shirt and this i knew nothing about the ownership with Abramovich. I didn't know many of the players. I knew Hasselbank, <coughs> Johnson. You were eight years old. That's what I mean. But still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember things like, do I do it? Do I get a Chelsea one? And then on the Chelsea shirt, you're able to turn it inside out. And it turned into a training top. And that, that sold me. I was like, it's two for one. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to okay. go with this one. Yeah. And I remember thinking, uh, definitely a part of that decision was me thinking I'd go into school and say to Emily Brown, I got a Chelsea shirt. Oh, so you, you really fancied her? No, 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 no. Just so I could like kind of see her dad like after school, but I like, got a Chelsea shirt, I'm a Chelsea fan now. And just be, I don't know, just... Right, okay. Just to kind of... You didn't think of the life. Impress him kind of thing. Impre I think impress I, him? Not impress him, but right. like just go over and be like, oh, Chelsea shirt. Just to kind of, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but that was definitely on my mind thinking back. I can think back and say, I wanted to go into school and be like, oh, Chelsea fan now. And, and just get a reaction or something, which is weird, but got the Chelsea shirt anyway. And I remember telling them and he was like, 
Welch after I remember him. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's how I started to support Chelsea was getting that shirt, thinking, yeah. I'll just do it. I knew nothing about this Abramovich takeover, <laughs> nothing like that. I was eight years old, but here we are in 2020, 18 years later, to the day nearly. Yeah, to the day. That's funny, man, that's, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's synchronistic there. Yeah. That to is the synchronistic. Day, I'm still getting it as a nearly 26 year old turncoat traitor. This is what I'm saying. You didn't think it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Your cousins, your family, all united. Like, didn't you think, oh, when I'm like fucking 20 something years old, <laughs> the grief and hassle I'm going to get? But yeah, I, I know. We just like to rise your nah, it's, e- all, it's, it's fun. It's, it's but some, yeah, but it's something that really irks you. It's it easy does. to push your buttons on it. Like, yeah, very um, much so. In fairness, Mark is far more a football head than I am. I do enjoy my Man United. Like, like, of course. I'm not going not gonna to lie. I, I do follow them. I actually follow them probably more now than I did back when I was younger. Oh, absolutely! Like, and that's going through the fucking shit times now. That's it's that's. Do you know what the crazy thing? I've always said this. You, you kind of. I was in and out of it. Yeah, but even at that, you were you were more out of it than you're in yeah. it. Definitely yeah, growing it's far up. Far more into music and yeah, and all massively. that kind of stuff growing up. And it's funny, like United had all the success, all the titles, that's all what the I think trophies. Was part of it. I was so used to winning yeah. that it was nearly boring. But then when you got into it was when United started to turn shy. So Yeah, but I was getting old yeah, yeah, I was getting I know, older but too. It's, it's funny that mm. you weren't really in it when they were like the biggest team. Well they obviously are still one of the biggest teams, but one of the most successful teams. And then when they start the trophies start drying up, you're more invested. Which is kind of kudos to you in a way, because some of the fucking Yeah, I'm not plastic. <sighs> yeah, well I've I've yeah, I've I've definitely um I've know that myself. I'm far more into United now than I was. Massive. I can see that. It's like a hundred um, times more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why that is though. I I cuz I always I always did support them. I always did like them, but I wasn't as what's the word? I don't know. Uh, invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Care as much maybe. That's mm. it says. You get so we were fucking spoiled. We were spoiled, spoiled, spoiled. We didn't realize how spoiled we were. I think until, like, none of us really predicted how far United would drop. Uh, like, the, oh, we no knew way. there would be a drop because Ferguson is such a good manager, and we knew it wouldn't. But we did not think it's going to be as bad as it, as, that, as it as it went. Like you these say, last drop. ten years. Like when he left and United were the champions, whatever ran away with the title with Robin Van Persie that year. No one could have. People might have been like, "Oh, second or third. but. I don't think they even finished Champions League that year. I think they finished seventh under Moyes. Wait, uh, no, Shamoyes got sacked. Yeah, but I think they finished oh. that season seventh. I'm yeah. pretty sure, which nobody... that The same squad had fucking won a title That's the year before. The crazy that thing. is a testament to Alex Ferguson. Yeah, he huge. should not have won a title with that squad. Van Persie did win him that league, yeah. along with, uh, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, so I am. I'm fucking more invested now, but it's fucking stressful, man. I mean, oh, Jesus. I wish I wish I could at that age appreciate just how good we had it because mm, I didn't fully understand because yeah. all I knew since day dot was win 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 you know my earliest memory of Man United is seeing is the the tre- the the, chap- the treble the Champions League final. Oh really? That is my earliest memory of United. I swear, whether it was that Johnny and Andrew were babysitting us that night, our two cousins, our two cousins now are big Man United heads. Hence why we kind of got into football was through them. And yeah, I love for Man United. Well, my love for Man United. Um. 
But yeah, my earliest, I, I, I don't know, is Johnny and Andrew babysitting us? And the game was on, we watched it. Or I remember watching it, or they brought it over and had it v, uh, on VHS on a videotape mm, yeah. and watched it. And I remember sitting watching it. I remember the fucking goal going in Solskjaer and all really? that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's my early, that is, that's earliest memory United is Champions League. Do you remember playing in the sitting room with Dad with the football and stuff? Nah, your memory's so much better than mine. You know though. the little, it used to be like, um, it used to help you do kick the uppies. It was oh, on, a, on, oh, a, on a string. Yeah. Orange football, no? I don't know, it was an orange football. It was like on a black string. It was like a little belt. You used to wear it around here and you used to help you do keep the uppies. Right. It, was like, it a mini football? No, no. No. I don't know the one you're on about. No, it was like a black and white ball. No, and you I could don't kick it no. and it'll come back to you. No. But we used to like play around like and stuff in the sitting room with that. And no. No, I don't. During Champions League. Like, champion. <laughs> That's my man since day dot. Like, yeah, so I can yeah. remember that on the TV. The advert. That's like, 99. So you would have been, what, seven? Seven, yeah. So you'd have been five. So yeah, yeah your memory yeah. would be a bit more like. But um, f- yeah, five actually. Well, that was in May. It would have been May. Yeah. So no, I was only four at the time of the Champions League. But at that age, I was fucking football mad. I played football. Uh, oh, I remember your first game every yeah. week. I, I remember I used to get fucking nearly cry if it was a draw, <laughs> not yeah. a loss, like a draw. I used to be getting. That's how because it was always win win. We had this winning mentality. We always won. Mm. And if a draw or loss, it was like a draw was like a loss to us drawing a game like because we always fucking could win and no matter what for one nil down 90 minutes left you still had this fucking hope that or you, this feeling deep down that we're gonna get two we're yeah. gonna get two mm. we're gonna win and fucking Fergie time man yeah it was a thing how, how the mighty have fucking fallen and how you, like chelsea have risen too because back in that time chelsea weren't knocking around anywhere near united back 99 2000 early 2000 until Mourinho came in wasn't it no no ranieri we finished second on the ranieri we were always there thereabouts man we were always sniffing around the top four yeah for the, the top longest four. time but no, people don't but realize titles. that i don't we won a few fa cups we won the uh the super cup we beat real madrid in the uefa um what was it uh cup winners cup beat real madrid like mm. people don't realize that oh chelsea have no history before 2003 they won a few titles we've been successful in europe it's like won a few titles as in premier league titles no no, no not titles as in premier league titles but as in titles as in your fa cups yeah trophies um, yeah, yeah. we won trophies yeah i remember i remember ranieri at, at the club but i did not realize that he finished fucking second, second. yeah he got sa- he sacked for finishing second because the bramford wanted Mourinho. oh he's got stung twice then the poor cunt mm. jesus yeah but, um, right, what we're going to get onto here and here is just, <laughs> we had to give a little backstory to that because yeah. <laughs> Mark's been suffering since I don't know what age. Abuse from me and Andrew and Johnny for a switch to since Chelsea. this day, but, 18 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, right, okay, but there's a side of it too, right? Part of me, part of me is a bit gutted that you did because you watch Johnny and Andrew that come together and watch United games and like they're just oh, it's just like I'd love to be able to sit and watch a game with you and both of us be fucking sporting the same team yeah n- it would be nice but the other mind. side of it too is it is it is it is good too to have that that Chelsea United uh, anytime Premier League or whenever we're playing at the for us it's a thing yeah because we know <laughs> our like my love younger brother sports Chelsea I sport yeah it's it make it put, puts more emphasis on the game or makes it even bigger for, for us and oh, it's yeah. like do you know what I mean? It's like even yeah, more yeah. special because yeah, we can definitely. like so th- that is cool as well that we mm. I'd lo- would love to like we could both support team and like watch and sit down and have beers and like discuss it and stuff. But yeah, we can do it now with this. Of course, we can see now. We yeah. might follow up for the season because, like I said, right, United and Chelsea, I think are they're so similar and so close, especially 
from last season, finished on equal points, both got in two managers, Frank, on like say inexperienced young former player for Chelsea, loved by the fucking fans. You could probably a legend of the club you could you could say. No? Who? Lampard. Legend. Would you say he's a legend of Chelsea, no? <laughs> he is Chelsea. Right. Over Frank Cherry, Lampard. over Drogba, over Lampard Zola, the over man. the he Everyone. is the number one. Lampard is the number Spose, one. Suppose number two Ballon d'Or winner. He has his number one spot. Yeah. Then he, Yeah. So then there's a little gap and then there's JT Drogba Hazard. So he is the beloved. So he is. arguably too with, with Solskjaer, young and experienced former player of the club and a legend for winning us that fucking yeah, Champions true, League final, true. getting us that treble. He will always go down and he always have um, a place in any United fan's heart. Like yeah. if you are a proper fan, like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer got yeah. us that fucking last oh man. It was on. Yeah. So there's so much similarities and I think the season will be very interesting, but going by the... Oh, I don't want to get into the transfer window just yet. Like it's just depressing. Like <laughs> at the time of recording, we bought one player and they bought like fucking fifteen. So it's <laughs> officially seven. Uh, f- 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 I, I, all, all seven, seven now are, yeah, are, yeah. are confirmed. Oh, and yeah, you're going seven. after a keeper. Yeah, maybe Declan Eight. Rice. You're needed well. buying a new fucking squad. That's like. the thing. We could end up with. We're. I'd say we will buy a new keeper. So I'd say absolute minimum we will have ended the transfer window on eight players, but it could be more, which is nuts. Oh man, <laughs> that's like Chelsea. The way I think Chelsea's run. Oh, it's fantastic. And I think the relationship that Lampard has with—that's the thing—and a a big Abra- Abramovich is yeah, it? Yeah, a big help that might be going under the radar a bit is Petr Cech. He was brought in at the beginning of the season as a technical advisor, so his job is to basically be the guy who Lampard goes through and the board go through to talk to Lampard. So Lampard will go to Czech and say, or advise him on transfers or whatever, and Czech will go to the board. And it, it's never been, it's never been as good. That It's brilliant. It's The it's, rapport between... That's exactly yeah, it. That's yeah, what he is. And yeah. that's going unnoticed. It's as if like, oh, Lampard's coming in and they're deciding to back him about, uh, more than anyone else. Yeah, by fact, they are. But Czech... Petrček is a huge part of that. That they're all un- obviously they play together. They're good pals. Petrček is fantastic as, at what he's doing. Um, and the board can go through him to Frank and just he's an advisor. So he's he's a legend of the game. Czech himself. So um, yeah, it's looking quite rosy down at Stamford Bridge. Oh sweet Jesus! <laughs> so yeah, the the flip side of that for Ollie is I. Uh, they're like oh and when you say flips it is a complete is, north and south pole of how the, the two op- clubs the complete are complete opposite because mm. he it's not like that we have you can just go to say fucking let's say edward vanessar and vanessar can like do whatever it's loads of yeah. other fa- people and fa- like i i can't even imagine what ollie the fact that it's come out that ollie's going to chat to the players himself to try or not to try but help either convince them or move along the process of them coming to the club is speaking volumes. He um, shouldn't have to do that, but he is. Yeah. Um, which is cool too, I think, but he shouldn't have to do that. There's no history of United managers, apart Ferguson maybe, but he, I think since Ferguson, I don't think United managers have had to do that. They see, normally I think, give a list. I think Ollie's, Ollie's template is taken from Ferguson a lot. I think maybe he's seen <coughs> that and he obviously, I don't know, did Ferguson do that with himself to get him to the club? He's, he's picked, a lot, I think, a lot of a Ferguson I Maybe think, yeah. Oh co- well, yeah. Of course, it would have no more you know, than Lampard picking up off Mourinho and Ancelotti. But apparently, th- that's what Ollie was. He was like a sponge. Mm. Ollie was like a sponge. Even when he wasn't playing, 
he was observing and making no that's well that was another thing though with Ollie. He was always watching and observing the game. So when he came on, he knew exactly where or what was weakness in the team or what player he could maybe fuck it. I don't know, but he was always watching the game so he could come on and he could score. Yeah. Um uh but yeah, man, it's oh, the the whole thing from top to bottom that the board is it's rotten. The Glazers, it's, man. It is. And Ed, and Ed hasn't a fucking clue playing fucking football manager. He's a bank manager, isn't I he? I know, I know. His, 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 his background is bank and his background yeah. is finance. So and he's great finances. at that. He's great at generating money and all the rest of it. F- fantastic, but he should not be where he is now. And he doesn't want to relinquish that power. He but doesn't. You say that he's great at generating money. Well, the financial side of it, yeah. Sure, but we're the richest club in the world, I man. think I could sit in that job. And still, Man United would make hundreds of millions because of their global brand. I really think so. I don't think it's Ed Woodward. I think it's just the name Man United. Mm. You say deals with the finance. He he does the transfers, right? Well, he's like he's basically the fucking CEO, director of football. The whole I think he's yeah. He's too much power. Mm. Too much power. He's he's shit at transfers. <laughs> he I'm sorry, but he is like obviously the one standout from this season. Harry Maguire for 80 million. And then you're coming from my side where you see Leicester wanted 80 million for Ben Chilwell. And a, a, a name that I haven't mentioned is Maria Granovskaya. She's the fucking, the iron lady as they call her in Germany. I've heard about her. She's the negotiator. Mm. She comes in to Leicester and like, <laughs> no, no, we'll take him for 45, thank you. You haven't got Champions League. You want 80, we'll give you 45. Done deal. Bang. I'm already regretting doing this podcast now. It's <laughs> getting fucking depressed. <laughs> no, because it's really is shedding light on it, man. It, yeah. it is, oh, man. We it are is. so well run. Oh. It's, it's silly. Now, you have to take into consideration the pandemic as well. I literally read an article today about the whole Kai Havertz transfer and Chelsea weren't high on his list. Um, when, oh. no, so all the we clubs aren't coming sniffing. It's only so many, and he's like, everyone's the came best sniffing. out of a bunch. It, no, that, see, that's, that's the same. But after the pandemic, no, no, no. So, what I read today from the Athletic, who are a very trusted source, saying that everyone, like Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, Barcelona, uh, Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, they all said to his agent last year, 2019, April 2019 that they're interested in taking him or whatever but obviously he was priced out of a move they wanted like 113 million pounds so everyone was like nah which is obviously because he's very young he would have been 20 at the time um let him play another season see what happens but it's said that when they first came calling like chelsea they weren't very high on the list and i can understand that because we, we like we've still been successful but we have been shite like we've been shite to watch sometimes like on the Antonio Conte's second season was depressing. It was dire. And funny enough, we still won an FA Cup that year. But he won your league the previous season. I know. But it's just he he fucking poisoned the place. It was crazy because he didn't get his way. But Chelsea, I don't know. Frank Lampard has brought something special to this guy. I'm beaming from fucking ear to ear, man. Because <coughs> the whole club now, it's just buzzing. Everyone is just fucking excited. And people can say on Twitter whatever they want about Lampard's pull power. And it's, all, it's all about the money, whatever. No. Frank Lampard is one of the most respected men in the game. He's one of the best ever to play the game from midfield. Arguably the best midfielder in the Premier League. He's up there. He's he's in the conversation without question. 
But when Lampard then, like they all agreed that Kai Havertz, we have a chance because of the whole pandemic that everyone else is priced out of the move. So Chelsea were like, we have a real chance here. Frank Lampard got on the blower to Kai and sold him the project. And Kai was sold from then. They said in the Athletic article that once he got talking to Lampard how it's going to be a fun project with young players, attacking talent, that Chelsea came to Kai and said, we're going to invest heavily because we've missed out. And then they signed Hakim Ziyech and they signed Timo Werner, who he's good friends with. Kai Havertz is good friends with Timo Werner from the national team. They're both young players. Um, So once Kai had seen that Chelsea were being serious and they had signed two players just bang out of nowhere off the bat um, and then he got to talk to Lampard and he was sold he was absolutely sold on the project so it's it's a very very fun time to be a Chelsea fan right now I know man so that that, that is part of it too you go on and it's like I don't want to say I'm bitter, but yeah, you could say I'm fucking bitter. I'm fucking annoyed. Like it's just it's it's the fact that I think I do see so many similarities between United and and um and Chelsea, especially the fact we finished level point sixty six. Ye are showing the ambition that you want to go and win the fucking league. Oh, that's the thing. Chelsea are building a team to win the league and Where, be competitive in Europe. Oh and yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And you can uh, even see with Lampard's like his his philosophy, his vision. Obviously, he's taken a you know you've said it yourself a bit from Klopp his style and stuff and no, no harm look you will get influenced by managers yep. and all the rest of it mm-hmm. um ollie I, I i hate to say this because i love ollie i love him but like i don't always he the man now look the players he has brought in one basaka now well okay the start of the season until maybe after the you know the whole covid thing he did come out of form but before that he was arguably one of our best players i see united fans saying that he was player of the year yeah, 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 yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, and I could, I can see that has a bit to work on going forward. But defensively, we haven't had a right back like that, and so maybe that's the, the other factor is we were so haven't had like a right back that it's decent at defending for so long. Like when was like yeah. when was the last time? Gary Neville. Honest to fuck, man. Gary <laughs> Neville. He, Gary Neville. When did he retire? He retired. Oh man. Oh, what? Uh, I want to say twenty. Is it like late two thousands? No. We, yeah, we can find that out. I I would we have say the, we between have, we have the internet. Two thousand and I would say in the two thousand eleven two thousand twelve season he retired halfway through. That's my guess. Gar, what 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 did you say? Twenty eleven twenty twelve season. Okay, right. You've got uh, you you've got you've got the year right. Can you guess the month? Now you've got the year two thousand eleven. Can you guess the I month? I think it was quite early. I'm gonna say November. Oh, what was it? December? No, man, February. Fe- oh, February second, really? two thousand eleven. Oh, okay, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. February second, two thousand eleven. No, imagine, man, two thousand eleven. Like, and then you had fucking was it? Was it Valencia? Oh, Antonio Valencia, actually. Okay, actually, no. Okay, fairness, Valencia for all time did do well at right back. But you signed him as a winger. I know, man. To replace Ronaldo. I know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Same with Ashley Young. He was a fucking wing, winger and made into converted. a... Converted. Because mm. they won't fucking spend the money. Yeah. Crazy. So frustrating. So, yeah. Juan Basaka, he has been good. I, obviously, he's been a wee bit out of form now since, but, you know. Uh, Maguire. I don't think he's it, man. I'd, <sighs> I just think the fact that he comes with the 80 million price tag. So, if we got him for, say, 40 or 50... Yeah, then I'd be like... Mm. 
you paid 40 50 that's yeah. what you're getting for the yeah, player yeah that's exactly it when you're paying 80 million you I expect think, a van dyke fucking i think type i could be wrong i think he's the world record transfer fee for a center back i think stop spreading your lies man your conspiracies. I could no, be, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm I, right. I, I think you're all right, man. And yeah, I think he is. You see Van Dyke go to Liverpool for five million less, and you see what he's done to that Liverpool team, and then you're getting Harry Maguire for five million more, and he's he's he hasn't had the impact that we no, really thought we hoped. Really Even goals, hasn't. man. We thought that he- that head of his he'd be up, fuck in the box, sure. bang, bang, bang. But yeah, in the was it the World Cup? Yeah, he scored a header. I think he might have scored a header. I don't know, but, but this is the thing with United and and getting players. Team C is coming, and straight away, it's United. The fucking price is going to be going up, because they yeah, know we have the money. Of course. They know that we have the money. The other side of it, too, is he's English, and whatever it is with these English players, there isn't like... A English f- tax. It is, man. 100%. Oh, it is, because they're English fucking players, or they're, they're mm. in the England squad. They have caps. But look that at it. Puts the price Harry up. Maguire, 80 million. Aston Villa want, what, 60, 70 for Jack Grealish. He's got, uh, we're, not, we're not getting Grealish. Um, we? Leicester wanted 80 for Ben Chilwell. West Ham are looking for between 60 and 80 for Declan Rice. It's nuts. It is mental. Wambasaka, 50 million. These players aren't worth that money, but because they're English, I don't I, I don't know why, but it just is. Because you're English, you instantly get 20, 30 million slapped onto your price tag. Do you think it's uh, partly to the media overhype? Oh, definitely. One million players. percent. Now, I will say one that I completely agree with is Declan Rice. I think he's special. I think he's a really, really good player. But any of the other ones, like, of course, I'm happy that we signed Chilwell, but I haven't seen anything to make me go, wow, like, we've got Chilwell. I think fo- going forward, I think very, very decent yeah. defensively. Oh, I tell you what, mm. I'm so happy to see the back end of Marcus Alonso. <laughs> I <laughs> fucking hate him. You have no idea, guys, how much this man dislikes Marcus Alonso. Like, he, um. Oh, Don't get me wrong, great left wing back. But left back, the laziest, slowest, just, I don't know how to explain his play style. He's just clumsy. He, he like. He looks, Martin looks so perplexed now trying to figure out why Marcus his facial expressions. The fact that he's a professional footballer just blows my mind. He has one speed. He has one gear. If he was a bike, he would have one gear. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Mark Goldbridge analogy there. <laughs> <laughs> if he, was, if a he bike, was a bike, he'd have one bloody gear. <laughs> if he was a bike, he would have one gear. And he does he does not have a sprint speed. He just he jogs at the same speed when he's sprinting and jogging. It's the most bizarre thing. He doesn't get back to defend. He oh that game that we lost this season, three two to West Ham in the 90th minute I think it was the 89th and the 90th minute where we were just pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing trying to get that winning goal where in reality that's something maybe we could talk about Frank and his inexperience we should have been had enough there to see out that draw at the very least but we get caught on the counter Marcus Alonso one gear Marcus Alonso it's on his side it's on his fucking left flank and what's his name? Yarmolenko is running towards the Chelsea goal. And Marcus Alonso is just, he's just poodling along. He's just this slow little donkey. <laughs> oh, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. They won't score. 
what did they fucking do? Go and score. But do you think that's what it is? Is, is his attitude that he's like, he, he, he can't know. be bothered? Or is he actually, is it, is it, he just has no pace? Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone has a bit of pace, but he's, look, he's not, he's not a fucking ancient slow. Don't get me wrong, but he's, he's not fast. But he, he doesn't have the desire to get back and defend. He he originally started off as a winger for Fiorentina, as if I'm another wrong. converted bloody winger. I defender. think so. I'm pretty sure he started off as a left winger, a left midfielder, and made it to a left back. So his instinct is he's he's got 22 goals for um, Chelsea. Marcus Alonso has 22 goals in the five years he's been here. That's not bad for a left back. That's that, that's a bit mental for a that's left back. That's not really bad. Like he scores free kicks as well. But his his in, his natural instinct is going forward, and even even at that, he's not good. He can strike a ball really well, and he scores goals. But his attacking play, he slows it down so much. I'm getting what time is it? It's it's quarter to twelve on a Saturday night, and I'm starting to get annoyed at the thought of Marcus Alonso. <laughs> That's so like, much you. <laughs> oh, I hate him. Like, I don't want to go on too much about him, but no, no, I'm, no. I'm just basically he's shit. Yeah, and I'm very happy that Ben Chilwell, who can actually use a football correctly, is is playing for Chelsea mm. now. Thank God. Time will tell. Mm. Time will tell. Massively. No, but it just shows how much you know. You're very passionate about Chelsea. <sighs> you know. Yeah. I am passionate about United, but I do think you are probably a bit more passionate. Oh, I live over football. Yeah, you breathe, live, breathe, eat, sleep, eat, man. Yeah, sleep, yeah. Chelsea football yeah. club. I'm thinking about it. There's n- there's not an hour that goes by the day that I don't have a thought about Chelsea football That's club. That's mad, man. Though, and, and I'm not over exaggerating either. I'm genuinely not. Like there's def- there's not one hour that passes through the 24 every day of the week that I don't have one thought about Chelsea football club. Even we went to see Tenet the other day. Oh yeah. And I get a note, a little pop up on my phone, Ben Chilwell, and for the remainder of that film, I'm thinking. Wow. No wonder you can't follow the bloody film, man. You're not thinking. <laughs> All I'm thinking Ma- is... Halfway through this tenant film, Mark looked at me and he was like, man, are you following this at all? And I looked at Mark and I was like, to be honest, kind of not really. It was a bit of a difficult was, film to yeah, follow. Yeah. But, but it didn't help. No wonder, the, yeah. Fucking the fact ben, that, oh yeah, Ben, yeah, I can't wait for you. The fact that we had signed someone, I was like, oh, I want to see the pictures. I want to see the announcement video. I want to see everybody's reaction. Who's saying what? It's just, I don't know. I just absolutely... Live, breathe, eat it. Yeah, it's a massive massively. passion. It's more than yeah. it's, it's. It's his life. Oh, it's <laughs> it's it, a religion for him. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's scary that it is. I was just gonna say, I'm kind of like sitting here going, "Fuck, man, you need yeah. to go to a bit of fucking an AA yeah. or some and shit." The funny thing is, there's people that's worse than me out there. I know that, but I know that I am a super obsessed, dedicated fan, and mm. there's people out there that is ten times worse than me, mm. which is mad to think. But it is. Mm. No, because well, I don't say it upsets me. What, what, what I uh, don't know. It doesn't annoy me. I feel sorry for you because, like, a, a one little result can uh, fucking oh, throw you. Me. Yeah, do you know what the I week, hate? And it upsets me that you get so <laughs> upset, man. Because at the end of the day, it's a fucking ball and a bit know, of grass. That's the sad and thing it, about it. Yeah. Well, sad. Whatever. Look, we all have our our interests and our hobbies and our passions. You know, minds, yeah. music, and other things. But like, it does. It really does upset me that you can't like. Maybe for a day or two, be annoyed, and then that's it. But no, it's like the whole nearly the week you be you could be livid, depending on what result or what yeah, game you've yeah. lost. Mm. I hate the early kickoffs on a Saturday. If we play at half twelve on a Saturday and we lose, <laughs> <laughs> my 
my whole weekend is ruined <laughs> i'm not even messing my whole weekend oh, not even my whole be. weekend i am annoyed every single day until we play the next game oh, man. and i'm thinking what oh. went wrong because and you know and, and the thing is it's because we had the likes of marcus alonso and willian and pedro that were giving me fucking fits and yeah. heart palpitations at the thought of these men playing football they they were, they were doing things to me that shouldn't be doing to me if that even makes sense i don't know i get what you're saying because i've seen you in action man because uh, it maybe you saw me at the liverpool chelsea game oh well you lost was it five three five three yeah i was yeah. screaming the at fact the television. you scored three on on them as well you were like yeah we've we've, we've scored three against them and we fucking lost five three yeah. it's like because because yeah. of inadequate players that thankfully won't be playing for chelsea a lot this season it's gonna be very this season's gonna be so interesting man oh, it's gonna be nuts going to be absolutely right nuts. okay so do you want to do do you want to ch- chat about the chance transfer window so far or do you want to do predictions for next season or do you want to do you want to do you want to do summary of last season we have been talking about the transfer window a little bit right, so maybe yeah. just a quick recap of it well uh we got van de beek and that's it <laughs> <laughs> that's our fucking window yeah. <laughs> well now look we have bought we have bought on um younger talent under 18s i think you've we've bought, bought two a couple or three. of 17 year olds so, yeah but like they're not they're, no, no there's no point really yeah so we've, we've bought van de beek i'll be honest i will be completely honest i don't know a lot about the man i've watched him i don't i could probably say I could count on one hand. How many I, could, times I probably I've watched, him, watched once. him live. I watched him once, and that was probably the Europa League final. I saw him against United. Oh, and that's Mourinho. I, we're talking. I, I'm guessing four, he was playing for that four years ago. Four. I'm guessing he was playing then. Yeah, three, four He's years. He's 23 ago. now. He went through the academy, so he would have been 19. Because I remember that squad was really young that we played in the final too. Yeah, 19, 20. Yeah. So I don't even know. Like, I, I don't know. I I watched him in the semi-final first leg against Spurs. He scored. Uh, good and played well that game I watched um, where did I watch him I was in the 4-4 the epic 4-4 at Stamford Bridge again very good I watched him when Chelsea won 1-0 uh, away at Ajax can't really recall him having a standout performance to be honest but he he was definitely good in the game at Stamford Bridge but um, yeah no more than me haven't got a vast knowledge of him mm. oh that's the other game I watched him in when Ajax went to Real Madrid and they won. He was good that game as well. Right. But yeah, that's only three memorable accounts that I have of him. So I can't give... You'll always have the fans, but oh yeah, he's good, he's creative and Joe's a good pass and he's a good shot and John, they're talking out their arse. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like I could be like, oh yeah, he's great. I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about the player. Mm. Um, I do listen to podcasts and of course, you know, the main one I listen to now at the Minutes United stand... And in fairness to Mark Gobridge, he has been harping on about that Van de Beek boy for over a year or more. Yeah. Funny, I watch Goldbridge every day, I think. Because he's still a fucking United fan <laughs> deep down. Deep down, he loves them. I just, I just think the way that that show was run and just Goldbridge's knowledge and passion and gets me invested it's funny i'm not mm. even a proper united fan and no because he does he reminds me of you as in like the the, the passion oh, and his knowledge yeah, and yeah. I says, that's what i say to you that you man i do think there's a gap in the market for a chelsea person anyway that's another fucking thing yeah i think you would be so good at that kind of thing because mm. you have you've such you have such a passion knowledge for it and it just comes so easy to it you'd really enjoy doing it it's yeah. a way for you to vent as well absolutely yeah it's a way for you to vent oh man and especially your irish i don't think there's any kind of irish 
Is there like not that I know of? You know, no. uh, there's a niche there, man. To get a fan base, Irish Chelsea fan. I I yeah. think you'd fly it, man. Personally, yeah. See, I have a little following already on Twitter. You do, I yeah. CFC era, yeah. Uh, CFC underscore era. Follow, yeah. follow him on Twitter, boys. Yeah, follow I have him on a Twitter. Twitter. CFC underscore era. Only if you're a Chelsea fan. If you're not, <laughs> do not follow it because it will drive you up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I think I've last time I checked was like six hundred and fifty-five followers. Which is a small start. So it's more I, than me, man. So if I wanted to tweet I've been on Twitter longer. Yeah. I follow Dave Casey too. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that's a little following that I have, I, I, I guess. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Yeah. And like, you can use your Twitter to put up. Well, look, I'm saying, well, we'll see how this goes, man. Like, this was, I says, originally an idea just to do for like episode 10 of yeah. I do a podcast BDP. And I just thought, you know, kind of do a special one with my brother, just to chat about the football, the, the season before it happens. And I, again, because I see so many, it's like with Chelsea United that it's like similar. And it's, I don't know, I see us, I see you as like rivals. It's sad now because oh, yeah. Liverpool have gone so far fucking ahead now mm-hmm. that we can't even, like, yeah, there's a rivalry, but it's not like a rivalry for the, where I see Chelsea as like proper like rivals. Well, it like, is now. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. This yeah. season again, it's, it's, it's United and Chelsea because yeah. we finished level points, obviously. But there but has always been a little United-Chelsea throughout oh, the years, always man. has been. That 2008 Champions League final, man. I, oh, look at this man's face. I'll never forget it. Like I will never forget the feeling of John Terry stepping up. Uh, my heart literally sank. I thought that was it. Game over. And I remember... So did I. I remember, uh, yeah, you did too. Because I remember looking over you and you were just... And I, I just... I could have... Oh, I could have collapsed. I was just like, oh, Jesus, here we go. Fucking Chelsea boy, John Terry, the captain, the man of the hour to sp- fucking put it in the back of the net. What? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I couldn't believe it. What could have been? Oh, but look, you went on to win the Champions League, but I'll never forget yeah. that. I, but I, do you know what? I think that made 2012 so much more special. The fact that we missed out in 2008. I'll never forget that. Sure. Oh, you collapsed on the floor. Yeah. Crying, man. Yeah, bursting tears. Yeah, God but love you. Oh, I mean, Indigo, there was a Spanish student here at the time and he was going for United and just the two of us. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, ah. the, the week before that game, I had bought the new Chelsea kit with, and I got John Terry on the back. Oh! <laughs> yeah. So, and I was wearing it for the final. So, <laughs> so when he stepped up, in my head, it's, this is fate. I've got JT on my back. We're in the Champions League oh, final, man. and he's about to win it for us. Oh. That's why I got John Terry. I didn't realize he actually had Terry on the back of that jersey. When yeah, Johnson's oh, still upstairs. Yeah. I would have burned it afterwards, man. And, <laughs> and he steps up, and everyone says about the slip. I've never said it out loud, but I quietly kind of think, even if he hadn't slipped, I think that ball is still hitting the post. You reckon? I think he gets a clean contact on that ball. And then he slips. I probably shouldn't be saying that as a Chelsea fan, but the more I've watched it over the years, I always think he gets a good contact on it and then, then slips. slips. I always thought that was crack. He hits, then slips. It wasn't slip, then hit. That's Why the is, thing. is he, that is that he, the is that the narrative of Chelsea fans? He, he just, slips. He slipped and that fucked mm. it. But he slipped after, after hit, he yeah, hit that ball. I, it's not I a think, Beckham in two thousand four oh, at the Euros and he slips. Where he slips and, and hits, hits it. Yeah. At like at the same time. Yeah, like yeah, JT yeah. hit it and then <clears> slipped. I I probably would say that ball is hitting the post regardless if he slips or not which is which is funny that I don't really get too vexed about the whole slip thing 
because in my head it it wasn't going to score anyway. How many Champions Leagues have you won since the slip? One. One. But if you didn't win that Champions League, two. If, no, 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 no. Wait, but sorry. If you right, so no, no. So how many Champions Leagues oh, have you won right. since the slip? No, if we didn't win in 2012, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the, that's 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 why you're not as. Ve- Imagine if you didn't win. And but yeah, if we so didn't that win slip that would one, would be far more. It would, but what I was thinking earlier today, just thinking about because you were tagging me in something on Twitter about the slip. Oh yeah. What hurt me more was the following season, where we played Barcelona, in the semi final. And Iniesta scored in the last minute to send us out on away goals. Do you remember that with the whole fiasco with the referee, with the, all the handball that game? I well, don't, but I remember you on about in two thousand nine. There was an, it was a disgrace, like it was match fixing, like you've never seen handball after handball after foul. It was the most ridiculous thing. Chelsea could have had three stonewall penalties in that game. If VAR was a thing, Chelsea would have won, or not would have won, won, but would have had at least, at least three penalties that game. And because Man United were already in the final that year, they had made the final. And then the next night, Chelsea were playing it. In my head, it's, Man United Chelsea final again a year after it's redemption. I fucking I w- remember that. I now, wanted man. it so I wanted it more that than anything. That would have been anything. unreal though. I wanted it more than anything. Gus Hiddink had taken Mourinho had got oh what a, no Mourinho hadn't got sacked that year. Why was Gus Hiddink in charge that year? Because Luis Felipe uh, via, Scolari. Is not via bias, no? No, no, that was 2012. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, we're 2009. Luis Felipe Scolari, the Brazilian manager, came in that season and got sacked in January or February, yeah, I think. I remember, yeah. And yeah. um. Gus Hiddink came in and we were playing really went to Anfield slapped them 3-1 now the return leg was 4-4 but we slapped them away beat Juventus um, I, do you know what that's the only time I've ever fallen out of love of football was when Scolari was the manager I remember genuinely falling out of love of football and not wanting to watch the yeah not wanting to watch Chelsea anymore that's the only time it's ever happened I remember being in the kitchen when we were playing in the Champions League away at Juventus in the first leg and Didier Drogba scored and I went mental and I hadn't celebrated for a long time a Chelsea game and that's the first time that I felt it come back I just felt it come back but that's a, a different story um, yeah Gus Hiddink was the manager um, and United yeah, he, were in the final and, and this was my thing This I was like we're gonna, we're gonna get to the final because we had scored SCN remember that I don't know do you remember that SCN goal a volley outside the box and hits off the crossbar bounces then hits oh the top yes the yes so yes fucking, like a goal you wouldn't believe yeah 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 and it was was it that disallowed was, no no, no. no er, early in the game and he scores this fucking magic goal and um i was like ah, this is it this is fucking it and then the ball comes to iniesta i think in the 89th or 90th minute and he fucking smacks one into the top bin and i burst into tears and i remember screaming not again not again i remember screaming and crying oh, and mum come into me and i was in fucking flood of tears oh, God, love and it man. wasn't that was like the last kick of the game chelsea went down the other end and balak had a shot and i, I think it was eric abidal i think fucking puts his arm up to protect his face and it hits his handball. tricep yeah. it's underneath which is handball yeah and the referee is in front of it and just and he just is oblivious and michael balak you'll find it that's a gif on twitter runs after the referee in the referee's face screaming at him screaming at him 
and I, cu- I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I watched. And Drogba, after the game, got sent off. He goes up to the camera. It's a disgrace. It's a fucking disgrace. I remember that. That's where that comes from. I remember from. that. I remember that. So, yeah. funny enough, that that always hurt more than 2008 because it was like... You were robbed. You were, oh, you, we you were literally were robbed, robbed of a championship. Basically. We might not have won the final. Who knows? No, no, but you're robbed of a final. And it was a United final. And it, was, it meant so much because it was the year after yeah. it was... The exact same team. It wasn't like we were going into the final against another European team. It was the team that beat us the year before. Your brother's team. Your <laughs> your first oh, love. <laughs> <laughs> your first love. <laughs> and, and it it meant so much more that United were in the final. Yeah. If there was, if it wasn't United in the final, obviously it would have really hurt. But I think the fact that United were in the final, I wanted it more, even more more than anything yeah. I've ever wanted. Even now, this is. If you talk to me about what did you like want in football, you could go back to Moscow 2008 when Jerry um, Terry slipped. But that year after, when we got robbed, and I mean, like you hear that term thrown around, but it was fucking daylight robbery. Mm. That hurts me more than the 2008 final because what should have been another final, a chance at redemption. Interesting. I never really looked at it or thought of it oh, like that. It's still, like it hurts me talking about it. It yeah. genuinely hurts me. I can still, re- I can see myself in there as a fucking 2009. I, w- I wouldn't have even, I was 14 years old and it fucking tore me to pieces, man. I remember coming out here under the stairs where that computer used to be and yeah. mum was on it. Fuck it. I was in, I was, oh, inconsolable. What's the word? Inconsolable? In, in, yeah, inconsolable. Yeah, I was just, <coughs> oh I'm trying to God. think the last time I was re- reacted like that, honestly, I think it was when I was like really young. Right to get to have like where a game had that much of an impact on me, or I was that upset, and I do get angry and annoyed and upset, and I could be upset with the f- max, max a couple of days, two or three days, hmm. but that just goes to show. I think n- not that I'm not a fan of United, but I think the passion of the game of football, I can get over it a bit quicker than the likes. Oh, yourself. it takes me a long time, yeah. But yeah, that that that's just I think you just have such a passion. It's like music, man. You could yeah. go down. I wouldn't say conspiracy theories, but alternative news. I've passion for that and humanity yeah. and all the rest that's a yeah, yeah. completely separate ball game but um that's very interesting i actually never really because we had bars all i remember is the bar all i remember is just barcelona united 2009 i didn't even i don't even remember that chelsea were in the semi-finals and who did you beat in the semis to get to the final that year oh man arsenal that's who you see, beat. See what you mean? Your memories are better when it comes to Ronaldo football. scored no. that free kick from about fucking oh. 500 yards oh. out. Oh, was that against Arsenal? Yeah, that was at oh. the Emirates. Oh, get yeah, away. Yeah. Oh, man, Ronaldo. Don't. That oh. first leg was 1-1, one, one, or sorry, 1-0. Darren Fletcher scored. And then the second leg, then you just went to town on them. Ronaldo scored that free kick. Uh, who else scored? Uh, he scored a counter-attack goal. I think... I think Jason Park scored, and I think Ronaldo got a second. Pretty sure, yeah, it was. Jesus, the fact you can remember United goals too, man. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I can. If you can, you can probably say, you could look at fixture from a lot. Of, you could, but I don't want to go like oh, from ten years ago. But de- like every season that passes, you can pick out fixture, and you can say Chelsea two one or whatever, and you say, or you could just say Chelsea versus Liverpool. At Stamford Bridge this season, what was the score and who scored? And I can tell you that Chelsea lost two one. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold scored a free kick, and then Roberto Firmino scored a header, 
and then N'Golo Kante scored a goal. Do you know, I can tell you the fi- I can tell you yeah. the score, the players who scored. I'm the only way I can that. relate that is like music and albums. Right. Like you give me an album, I might be able to tell, probably be able to tell the year it was released, yeah. uh, how many tracks is on it, the names of all the songs on the back of the. If it's mm-hmm. a, if it, you know, where you know, that's the only way I can yeah, relate yeah, to yeah. where you can you can do that with games. You can go back and pick and say this 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 person scored no yeah. more than um Shetty's dad Shetty's dad like he he's like yourself would watch two flies on the wall kicking really? the ball yeah he's that into it he could tell you because i remember uh, it was like a throwback on um sky sports of united liverpool and the classic some games. game yeah classic games mm-hmm. and it started and i was watching it because i was a little bit going well, i can't really remember that and parik straight away scorers the score what happened in the game the controversy of the game he knew er- and this is over yeah. 10 something years ago and he knew because I'd, I'd be like that yeah Park is very same but he, lo- he loves football like but yeah. um yeah so right transfer window we get okay yeah we get into that we get into this because not uh, much to talk about on the Manchester United not really things. not no. really um although potential signings massive yeah. Well, yeah, well, Sa- look, if Sancho comes, I mean... It'd be a Premier League transfer record. It will, but I yeah. mean, uh, it's going to be, it's gonna be ma- like, you know, but if he does finally pick up that number seven shirt, I mean, yeah. it's going to be fucking unreal. Like. Goldbridge says it right as well. I th- what does he say? It's not a monumental, but not historic. There's another word he uses, but it's like, it's pivotal to Manchester United going forward now. Yeah. Do you break the back? Where do Man United want to be? Do they settle for we'll take fourth every season or do they go we break the bank for a teenage superstar yeah and this that is where every we go club wants this is where we go yeah that's what chelsea done with kai havertz but that's what chelsea are doing yeah you know fucking man united now are at a crossroads where do they want to push on and get closer to the title and sign Jaden sancho well you could argue that they save the Jaden sancho money and buy other players but a talent of Jaden Sancho's stature, l- yeah. Mm. To to make that signing would be some statement to say we're not messing around. We're coming back to spend a hundred million, and they want a hundred and twenty million euro, which is just over a hundred million pounds. Mm. To spend that amount of money on one player would be a massive statement from Manchester United. And do you think it's going to happen? Yeah. You do. I do. Yeah. You do I think, think it's it going to happen. Yeah. I, 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 I would have been a bit more skeptical, but then the longer it's gone on, and the more I'm thinking, and I have, I think, I think was it what was it Mark Goldberg? Oh no, it was someone um, gave in a super chat on one of his on one of his yeah. videos mm-hmm. and said, and it was a point I was kind of like, never actually thought of that. If they went out and spent the Billy Big Balls money straight away, the one twenty, there you go, straight first signing Sancho. The other clubs would look at that and be like. They have the money. They were after spending over 100 fucking million there. So would that bump up their fee for their players? The fact, you know what I mean? The fact that Maybe. they have seen them spend that much money and think, well, they've spent 120. Well, we can add another 20 or 30 on to what we actually think he's worth. Or the, so leave the, Sancho last, get your other players in for what you reckon will hopefully be a reasonable price. And then you can... Yeah. Look, I don't know. I'm just... You I, can look at that from both sides. You could say... That from United's perspective, if they did the Sancho signing first, whatever, but these other clubs turned around and were like, oh, we'll add another 20 or 30 million, then my United turn around and be like, we don't have that sort of money after signing Sancho. And then if, mm, right. if 
they then which they have they've signed van der van der beek or van der beek whatever you want to yeah, say for what 35 million pound uh, yes 40 million yeah, euros 40 million 40, euros. 45 million yeah, yeah, euros something yeah. like that um, so they've turned around and bought him if they sign someone else before Sancho then they can turn around Dortmund won 120 million euro and United can say look no one else is in for him now we can give you 110 million euro we, like we've we've bought players this this is the best we can give you take it or leave it but then Dortmund are so fucking stubborn and they revealed that he signed or they extended this contract by an extra year. So yeah, the money the money they want this season, they can ask for next season. Uh, I don't think they get the same amount of money next season for some reason. I don't think they're going to get 120 million next season. I don't. Well, it depends on how Sancho does this season too. Mm, he could have a stinker. That's what I'm saying. He could have a stinker. And yeah. then, then what? They're not going to get 120 million for him. It's, it's, you can look you can look at it from lots of different angles yeah you can but the thing is the main point is they want 120 million euro you've got to pay up that's it no if buts or maybes it's frustrating that they, they because we clearly have the fucking money like, that's the thing Should you one of the, we one are of, if we not are, the richest club in the world exactly if not the richest club in the world we are in England if not like second or we're in the top three but in the world that's it but I sent you a text earlier you said that Man United were in for Regalon or Regilon the left back yeah well Fabrizio Moroni tweeted that there yeah. today and I was like well you can't afford him but you text me back and said fuck off can we, of course we can afford him but yeah uh, of course you can but we won't spend that's the thing we won't the spend the glazers they need it in the back pocket yeah. the amount one. of debt that they've put that club into they took it on debt but apparently they've even they, they took, it even, t- took out even more money in the time that we we're even actually even more debt now like it's it's fucking oh, it's, it is so depressing oh they're like, disgrace an absolute disgrace you know a when piggy bank bleeding us dry yeah when you, you know. look at Chelsea from my point of view the owners are backing the manager money money money, money. like we spent I think 200 odd million well yeah but you had a, you you were sitting on a lot of money you had true, the hazard deal true you had Courtois yeah but if you think the Glazers if if they were sitting on that 180 million that we got from they'd sp- Hazard yeah, and Morata sp- alone, yeah. wh- where would that go? That wouldn't go all on transfers. No, no. Every single penny of that money that we got for Hazard and for Morata is gone spent transfers. on transfers. Glazers wouldn't do that. No fucking way. Not a chance. That's the difference. That's the difference with our owners. Greed. Yeah, massively. Absolutely. Well, your your owner's already a billionaire, so what? He probably doesn't look at. He probably doesn't care. Well, I don't know. He he didn't care for a little while there. Not as in he didn't really, he wasn't invested anymore. He kind of... But he has probably seen what Frank has done with the squad he had, no transfer window, brought through the youth, mm-hmm. looked at that, and he's still finishing the top four, even though now United, where we had got, it was only Fernandez. Fernandez got us that Massively. top fucking four. Yeah, you lost what was it? You Look at us before Christmas. Good. In January, before this whole COVID thing happened, I think we lost to Burnley and Two it was now. like, yeah, and it was like, right, Ollie, I'm sorry. I remember. Do you know why I remember that? I remember I was out at a, um, uh, a birthday in college, a house party, and I remember it was an evening kickoff and I remember looking at the score and it fucking 2-0 Burnley and my mouth hit the floor and my girlfriend now... Um, she she saw my reaction and I fucking bolted out of this house and I rang you straight away and I was like what the fuck happened and you're like oh man I don't know I don't know 
but like that, that's how big of a shock it was. Like my jaw dropped, and so someone like people around me thought something bad, bad happened. I come back into the room, and Eddie's like, "You okay?" I was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Man, you know, I lost two nil home to Burnley." <laughs> Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. And then you sign Fernandez, and then that's history. I suppose he's completely turned it around. Now people. Say Penandes and Man or Penchester United. Oh, all the pen- he's getting all the penalties. Look, uh, penalties yeah. a penalty at the end of the it's day. Part of the game of football, lads. Exactly. I'm a sorry, it's part of the game of football. Um, no, he he has brought this vigor, I suppose, to the team with just His this attitude, yeah, man. As well, he's like he just wants to win. He's but a apparently, winner. Van der Beek is a oh, Van der Beek. Sorry, is, isn't it Van der Beek? It's not Beek, it, is it? it? Look, you, you can read it as Van der Beek. I think it's pronounced Van der Beek. Well, I'd rather, you know, Van der Beek. Yeah. Um, apparently, he has a very similar attitude as well. Yeah, but that's what Ollie said when he announced him. He said his, his you, you've got the football and abilities as well, but he says you have to have the personality. That's the thing about Ollie. He wants players that want to play for this club, exactly. have a certain attitude about them. But that's how it should be. Yeah, but yeah, so... Uh, you see Alexis Sanchez's comments yesterday or the day before. Disgusting. Yeah, like disgusting. you should never be signing a player like that. Disgusting. Never. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't the manager signing. No, of course that it wasn't. wasn't Mourinho no, signing. No, that no was way. fucking Ed and his little fucking oh, we'll sell shirts and we get yeah. a load of money. Yeah, fucking bastard. Yeah, but uh, there's another thing I wanted to go into. Well, we haven't even fucking got right. You need to because our our transfer window is shit so far. Yeah, look, you've signed Van so, der Beek. I think you will get Sancho. Uh, whether you get another player on top of that, I don't know. I'm hoping we get another defender, but you need if, a if we back. got if we got sa- yeah, we do, we do you need a centre back. <sighs> you know, there's, there's a lot of position. You need a backup left back. Yeah, you need another centre back. Yeah, I'd say you're okay for right back. If Brandon Williams is right footed, he's a full back. He could be cover for uh, Wambasaka. Mm. You've got the yeah. midfield now. You've got depth in midfield because yeah. of the Van der Beek. Um, Martial, if he gets injured, you've got Greenwood. And um, Rashford, they can all interchange. Yeah, Rashford, if you get Sancho, Greenwood, Martial, you're pretty okay for your front line. It's just the centre-back. And then if the Glazers weren't fucking tight, you get a backup left-back as well. But other than that, um, you're looking pretty okay. But whether you sign the players is... If, man, if you don't sign Sancho, oh, do you know how we did... The only club that's in for him... Have laid it all out there for the world to see. Everybody knows you're in for him, and everybody's expecting him to go there. Personal t- things agreed, apparently too. Yeah, but do you not? And but my, apparently, Man United are pushing this agenda that they're having trouble trying to agree the terms with Sancho. Now, some people believe that that's Man United's way of saying we can't do the deal because of Sancho. They're trying to make Sancho look like the bad guy. BS. But it's they won't pay the money. But I guarantee you, Edward will win into those transfer negotiations, thinking we will get a COVID discount. And Dortmund have turned around and said, "No, no, we'll have our 120 million. Thank you very much. We're not giving you a discount. No way." In the words of Mark Groberts, "What a prat! Yeah, what a prat! What a fucking dickhead! It's the pink boots, Marcus. <laughs> I swear, man. If he had, if he, oh, and you know what? Uh, you know what? He probably did. He definitely. He did. probably." Did, he thought he was being idiots. smart going in. All the fucking people talking about all oh, COVID discount and clubs will have to. And knowing sell the history cheap. of Borussia Dortmund, this is what they do, and yeah. they get what they want for their players. Mm-hmm. The price they get, they get it. They're they're a club that bring in young talent, give them a stepping stone, give them a stage to develop themselves, then sell them on with a big nice big nice uh, price tag to a to a to a big club. Yeah, done it for years, years yeah. and years and years. Yeah. 
Definitely. You going in there thinking, oh yeah, we'll get, we'll, oh man, how can? But you had so Romano stupid? talking about in like I don't know when March, it was, like April, March, April, March, saying April time. that Man United expect to get him for about eighty-seven million. Oh, where we? And if that was the case, he would already be a Man United player. If Dortmund said, okay, we'll take that, it would have been done. But they've turned around and be like, no, we want one hundred eight million. Sorry to burst your bubble. I think that's what's happened, and now they're kind of like, fuck. Can we do it? It's an awful amount of money. So what, so what makes you think then that we're going to sign him? I don't know. I just, you can't. You can't not. Man, you basically strip down it's to It's this your board. It, remember, it's this fucking board, Mark. Oh, but this is, a, this, this is the board, but this is a different level of you cannot. But do they understand that? <laughs> I don't know if they do. The, I don't know, man. The PR stuff that they would have to endure if they pulled out with this Sancho deal from United. Well, Ed's fan. house is burnt down anyway. Yeah. It's gone. As His family is killed, and massacred. We would, we would and never condone such things, but... No, 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 but... Pl- oh, no, no, of course, of course not. Yeah, no, no, messing, no, but, but there would be fans, man. Oh, that will be outside his I house sw- well, with bricks. Well, They've done it before. That's what I'm saying. And it was... What, what, what was that over again? I can't remember. It was... It was something Just not minus- signing players. Minuscule uh, compared to this. Yeah. If, he, if they don't if get they him. don't sign Sancho man oh it's not looking good it's, it's not even I, I, I don't know was I talking to you about this the other day it might have been Ellie but funny being my girlfriend talk a lot about football she's actually quite interested funny enough oh uh, I wonder why that is <laughs> huh brainwashing she, from a young yeah. age Mark she you like, little dirty bad <laughs> he's done the same to our cousin too he plants yeah. the seed at a young age and watches it grow and he yeah. just waters it and he says you're Chelsea now Chelsea <laughs> I was. Ch- I think I was talking to Ellie about this, but um, if you don't sign Sancho, what did the Man United squad think? Oh. Like, they're like, if, if you, let, just think about it for a second. If you're a Man United player and you're looking at Chelsea, who finished on the exact same points as you, and you go, they've signed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and they're not even done. You look at that and they've signed seven players and you've signed one. And if you don't sign Sancho, they're thinking, and Man United went far, went far in Europe. Man United have only had two, three weeks off. And look, they get an extra week. But wait, what's a week? Do you know what I mean? Like a, a lot of the fatigue and everything will be mental as well. And they're thinking, Chelsea have basically bought a new team. And we've only bought one player. If that's if if you don't sign Sancho... Like how how are we supposed to compete with Chelsea? They will be thinking that one. They're human beings. You look at that. You look at Sky Sports News and everything. They they have it all. We see it in the Spurs documentary that all the players have Sky Sports on on the telly in the morning, the canteen when they train and stuff. And you see the people talking, all the pundits and everything. Mourinho had to turn off his thing. They're saying, "Oh, Mourinho's passing was fuck, fuck off. off." But they see it and they read it and they hear it. They're human beings. If yeah. you see Chelsea have signed all, uh, basically a new team. By the end of this transfer, they will have signed very close to a new uh, 11 players. And Man United players are going to be thinking, how the fuck are we supposed to compete with that? There's there's going to be games every two, three days now because of the late start and with the Champions League and everything. There's genuinely going to be games every three days and then boys are going to be fucked. They're going to be absolutely fucked mentally and physically from all the games that they're playing and they don't have the backup... What and if you get an injury, what are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, I do think another side of it too: the the ambition and the passion does drip down from the top. Mm-hmm. 
if the players are saying that, like the board is not that ambitious, then why? But well, I can see it. The, the attitude, w- yeah, where the, the Chelsea f- f- uh, players can see the passion and the ambition through um, uh, Abramovich and through yep. Lampard that it was gets it's infectious. It's going to put up on them too. Like and I, you know, oh yeah, man. it's great for Lampard. It, you see all the kids coming through, or whatever. But then you see all the players he's bought now. And he had his arm around the kids, whatever, this season. But they'll be looking at that and be like, right, yeah, he brought us through. But he he's not Mr. Nice Guy. He's not. He's, he'll be fucking ruthless. If you're not playing good You enough, have to be ruthless. Yeah. You have to be he, ruthless. But people have this persona of Lampard as Mr. Nice Guy with the youth and everything. He's like, no, we're, we're not. And that's the thing with Lampard. Nothing is Nothing other than first place is good enough. For Chelsea, he's a eyes. born, he's a born winner. He's a fucking serial winner. He's a serial. That's the word. He's a serial winner. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah. The, he's not going to win the league with the youth. Do you think he's going to be like, oh, I, I have to play these well, players? Well, you know, I gave him the chance now, so That's I better, I, I better no, not. Like, yeah, if they're not good enough, he's not going to play them. Yeah, rightly so. Yeah, so rightly he's brought so. he's brought in so far seven players. Look, bear in mind, one of them, two of them won't be in the first team they're quite the, one of them's a young he's going to be in the development team I think Xavier and Bayamba but that's another another I think uh, um, similarity of comparison with Frank and Ollie. I think both of them are are ruthless I, th- yeah. I, d- I do think Ollie's ruthless too yeah you look at the players he got rid of when he came in too yeah good luck gone yeah gone Sanchez gone Fellaini gone who else yeah. did he get rid of he got rid of um Oh, who else? They would see them two stick out because they were the ones that we fucking did not want anymore at, at United. They yeah. weren't. They weren't United players. Yeah, they were not the United. Well, Lukaku's gone. Lukaku has gone. Ashley Young. Smalling's out to Roma, which yeah. he'll probably move there permanently as well. So there is a few players that are gone. Um, so I do. I do think Ollie's cutthroat as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, your transfer window has been. But this is the other side of it too, Mark. A lot of players. A lot mm-hmm. of players coming in in the first season. I don't know all of them going to gel that quick. Oh, you just don't know. That's, oh, it, blow, it really annoys me when I read things on Twitter like, oh, Chelsea have to challenge for the title. You don't bring in seven, eight players, which will probably be, by the end of this window, probably will be more than seven or eight, but seven or eight of those will be in and around the first team. You can't expect them to come in and hit the ground running, every single one of them, and be like, yeah, they're a proper team. Like You think there's 11 players, you can, 10 outfield players, and you expect seven or eight of them to gel together and form a team chemistry, because that matters, and team morale and everything. It's it's not going to happen. <laughs> has, like, has Frank brought that on himself? The season he's had with no transfer window... And how well he's done. Mm. Are people looking at him and all the players, these good, good, good quality players that he's got in, world class, some of them. Yeah. Looking at his last season, no window, bringing in some of the youth and still managed to get top four, still, still played some very, very good football, some very, very, um, beat some very, very fucking good opponents too, some teams. First Have manager to do the double over Mourinho in a Premier League season. Just What's what? Say that again? Mourinho has never been beaten home and away in the Premier League, uh, like as a Chelsea yeah. manager, or he wasn't as Man United manager. But Frank Lampard beat Mourinho as Tottenham manager away from home and at home. He's the first ever manager to beat Mourinho in the league home and away. Fuck! Yeah, did not know that. Super Frank. So do you see all this like oh the challenge for the title? Has he brought that on himself? 
he loves it. He loves the pressure. Does he? He, he revels brought, it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's he, he. Man, as we said, he's a serial winner. Yeah. That fucking pressure. It doesn't. He, he eats it for breakfast. Like yeah. He yeah. Re- it, it, it isn't a thing for him. It might be for the players, but for him, he that's what's gets that's him what, up in yeah, the morning. He's that, like, yeah, let's fucking have it. You, you saw him on the touchline. You again. You think this Frank Lampard's Mister Nice Guy, but in that game against Liverpool, we we just needed to get a point to get Champions League before the last game of the season, and a decision didn't go our way. And Frank wasn't happy. And you see the fucking the Liverpool bench laughing or whatever, and Klopp telling them to sit down and count down. And he just turns around. and He goes, "You've won one league title, and you're giving it the fucking big one now. Fuck off." He's not Mr. Nice Guy, man. He's Frank Lampard's won what? He won it in 2005, 2006, 2010. He's got three Premier Leagues. Like, he, the guy is just a born winner, as you said. He's a born winner. That's all he knows. He thrives off the pressure. He'll love it. He, who, tell me one manager in the world that wouldn't have loved to have signed all the players that Chelsea have loved. No, it, no way. It's 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 a good thing. It's a Roy Hodgson probably wouldn't have liked Roy, them, them, big Roy, them Roy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just <laughs> taking the piss. I just there's, I just throw it through it. Any manager I could think of first was Roy, Roy. Hodgson. Yeah, no, th- very true, man. That's 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 why you know from Man United, you're looking going, what the fuck is going on here? And mm. I, Ollie, I think has seen that. I think the, the 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 club and the players have seen that too. Which I think why Ollie's getting hands on now. Yeah. And going. He's putting uh, the pressure on. He is, but he's going to the players and he is enticing them. But he's also putting pressure on the board. Say, here, lads. Yeah. I want this player. I'm fucking. You know, he's going meet. Ollie's them, not stupid them. either. Ollie's he's looking not. at that and thinking, Chelsea have improved tenfold, and you expect me to work miracles with one player he knows his job's on the line yeah of course he, he does. knows if this season more than ever it's re- it could be history repeating itself with Mourinho yeah got his Champions League done well that season wants to build on that success and what happened he didn't get what he wanted he fucked the toys out the pram yeah got sacked that's it yeah same could happen Ollie. not that Ollie will throw the toys out the pram but no, he will be sacrificed man. he will be the fucking scapegoat he will and <laughs> goodbye yeah but if you sign Jaden Sancho, it's just the whole mood of the place. The whole rival team's like, fuck. Do you know? It, it's just one of those signs. It's more, the, yeah, it's more than on the pitch impact signing. It's, it's everything. I didn't actually, yeah, you're it's right. Everything. It's everything. The whole club, yeah. it's just the good PR from Man United. This world transfer fee, world record transfer fee in the Premier League. Young, world class talent. English talent. Man English. United, number seven. You know, the whole fucking thing. The whole yeah. club just gets this massive boost just from one signing. And that's all it is. And the whole place just gets a massive lift. And then everything's rosy again. Do you know? So, do you worry that the 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 signings won't gel, or it will take a, a it will take a while? Because there is a lot of players you're bringing it's, in, man. It's not that I'm worried. It's no, it's, no. What I'm just saying is, there any, is there any sort of inkling in the back of your mind where you, you're far more confident that these players are going to do well and gel? I I don't think they'll gel straight off the bat. Well, they obviously not. But like, I really. I, why you look at Fernandez? I know, but in the door, and I wasn't that's expecting. One. That's one though. I know, but so, I'm saying some of these players might fucking hit the ground running. Others might. I be... know who I expect. Ziyech. Well, funny enough, the report just came out this evening that he injured his knee against um, Brighton in the preseason friendly. Oh, that he might miss the start of the season. Oh, right, which is a shame. But okay. because they were signed early and they were able to train with Chelsea in late June, early July. I think it was early July. Yeah. They were starting to train. They've been training for two 
plus months now with Chelsea. So that, yeah. that's that's huge. They're, it is. It's a, so it's, you it's, see it's Kai, an unfair advantage, man. Kai Havertz signed yesterday and he's got a week before the next game. And he's come in for this transfer record, Chelsea club record fee. And people are like, they see the price tag. I see tweets on, tweets on obviously on Twitter today from Man United fans saying, oh, he's brought in for one million more than Pogba, what Man United paid for Pogba. So he has to be treated the same. He's a 21-year-old kid moving to a new country, yeah. new language, well, new, I say new language, but I, I didn't even realise he speaks English really well. But new language, you know, new, I don't know, did I say already? New environment, new people. New yeah, club, everything. Yeah, yeah, a lot Pressure of Pressure on his yeah, shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's They're human beings that we forget. Exactly. We forget they are human beings. And they expect him, and you're going to see yeah. the meat, you're going to see, and the, the fucking thing that will get me right riled up is his style of play. He's so graceful and elegant on the ball it looks as if he's not trying it he makes it look so fucking easy that it looks like he's not trying whereas he's just taking not even taking the piss but it's so easy for him that to, to obviously so easy for him to play the game that he can be mistaken as lazy and not trying and the fucking english media will gobble that up if he doesn't hit the ground running they'll look at him playing and they see his play style, you know, the fucking Paul Mersons and the Charlie Nicholas and all these boys. Well, Charlie Nicholas, I think, got sacked from Sky. But all, meant, the, yeah, he did, all yeah. the fucking field, all them boys would be like, oh, 70 fucking one million pounds. Look at him. He looks as if he doesn't. And it just builds this fucking thing. If he doesn't hit the ground running, I'm really worried that even Chelsea fans will buy into the mainstream sports that news. narrative. Yeah. And of laziness and yeah. Do you think Martial gets that? He gets from the English media. No, absolutely. but no, but do you think that he, he same as that? He's that he's great. Well, not graceful, but but he's just but so naturally gifted. That's his playstyle. That it looks that he's as yeah. you said about and, and because he hasn't got a smile on his face twenty four seven, they think well, he's moody uh, and isn't trying. That's and, I think that's changed. You, you can tell yeah, now. Yeah, you do. He obviously does smile, but people consider him moody and no. But I I would have no. I I I do think. Um, I think he is far more happier now than he was, say, a couple of years ago. Oh, absolutely. You, you can see that difference in him. Now. But obviously, oh, he's not always smiling. But you can see a difference in the body language mm. and the way he plays that he is a bit more happier than what he was. But yeah. again... But that's, he media, was getting that. Yeah. He was getting that for his first couple of years. Oh, he's but not the media reading too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, that's the one thing. I was chatting to Ellie about it the other day. I don't know why she fucking listens to me half the time, but I'm just venting all these things. Oh, because she loves you. That Yeah, true. She's listening to you. Yeah. She loves you. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that I'm really worried that he's not he's not going to hit the ground running, and I'm convinced he won't because he's, he's his first training session with Chelsea was today, was Saturday, and in nine days' time is the first Premier League game of the season. He's coming for a fucking club record fee. And people are expecting him to hit the ground running, and he's not gonna. He's only just moved to London. He's he's got, he's got a lot going on. His interview here. yesterday, got his interview yesterday was his first in in English. It's his first interview. It's the first time he spoke in an interview in English. He's come to England. He's gonna have to speak English all the time. He's buying a house. He's moving. He's twenty one. Can you imagine me? So I'm I'm just trying to at think. Twenty one. Yeah. Move. Being bought for seventy-two million pounds, going to a that's like me moving to fucking Germany or France if I was speaking French in school, and PSG bought me at twenty-one years old for seventy-two million pounds, and I moved there, and there's this 
Yeah, I, it's not your I'd first language fucking, that you're I'd speaking. I'd go fucking nuts. I wouldn't be able to handle that. I know for a fact I would not be able to handle that. Right, okay. All this, all this thing, and to be expected to hit the ground running, not a fear. I, I may, look, I might be proved wrong, but I, I just don't see a world in where he comes in and hits the ground running. Maybe he's that good that he just comes in and it's nothing to him. And I hope that's the case. But you have to think all of those factors yeah that just add up and i just think the english media are gonna fucking eat him alive i really i hope well well, i'm really worried um you have that mentality from a chelsea fan of that that you can say empathy that you can put yourself in that situation and think hold on a minute there's a lot of different things going on said english isn't his first language first time moving away from all them things you just said how many chelsea fans will be thinking like that no there's going to be a lot that aren't that expect him to be an absolute superstar off the bat i can look i can get it i get the whole excitement and everything it's kai havertz and a lot of those people wouldn't have watched him play i'll be honest with you i didn't hear i'd never heard of him until yeah, this a, whole a link with chelsea i only started I'll hearing about him properly last year last season really through fifa mainly which right. is funny enough through fifa and that's coming from like uh, people that yeah. remark he is well versed in football and players and his yeah. knowledge is, is very 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 good so for you to say you only got in the last year you've yeah because he had a really good season funny yeah. enough this season wasn't that great for him Last season he was class. Right. I think he got seventeen goal. He did. He got seventeen goals in the Bundesliga. This year he only got twelve. And this year was the first year. Well, actually, this might be a good sign. This year he fi- he kind of fell off the boil. I think before January, I think he only had two goals from August to January. I think he only had two goals. And Leverkusen well, weren't doing be- well. Better than Lingard. True. Yeah. <laughs> funny just a quick side note on that i don't know did you see this but someone put a bet on jesse lingard not to score or not to assist in the premier league this season and then with the basically last Last kick kick of the season he gets a goal i thought i was heartbroken but did you hear did you hear hear the other here what's the word was more on that story no they paid them out no paddy power paid him out why man they felt for, like, come on. <laughs> Did they it actually? was a mad bet in the first place yeah. for it to be the last game of the fucking season, the last kick, the and last Lingard kick. goes and ruins your bet. The last fucking kick. Yeah. They Paddy, paid him. Paddy Power paid him out, man. That was a horrid sound. I, I said the same. I said, well, because obviously now it's obviously going to be good PR and all the rest of it. Of course. Too, but that was very, very sound yeah, for them to turn around and say, yeah, do you know yeah. what, lad? We'll pay you out. We'll, yeah, we yeah. will pay you out that for that. That was sound of them, in fairness. Apparently, yeah, I'm nearly sure I've read that. I heard that somewhere else. But yeah, um, yeah so is, is, is Kai Havertz the, 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 the player you're most looking forward to, the most excited you're about yeah. Chelsea signing? <sighs> out of all the fucking 15 oh, players you I signed. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. I mean, there's so many. There's so, so many. So I was taking the piss there. 15 players, but like yeah, yeah, seven course. or whatever, six you I think signed. he is. I th- I'm very excited for Vern as well. But what I was saying about the whole his mentality thing was he wasn't having the great a great season this season before January before the whole COVID thing he wasn't great after the COVID thing he fucking came back and was Superman but before that could have done with a rest just needed a rest maybe maybe I don't know what it was but um, he wasn't having a great season and Leverkusen weren't doing well they were expected to be in the top four and they were they were sixth seventh I think and the fans started for the first time in his career and he's only 20 years old but he started playing for the first team when he was 17 I think he made his debut when he was 16 17 for the first team and this is the first time that he got any sort of backlash at, and on his young shoulders. But he fucking, he took that, he relished that. So that makes me kind of wonder 
he might he might thrive off it too you know he doesn't shy away from it he got people on his back and he just turned yeah. around and had a fucking class second half of the season whereas someone like a f- certain Alvaro Morata got one little gust of wind maybe a little and he, he was never scoring again for Chelsea he, he was so mentally weak I've never seen anything like it yeah, Murata was shocking. Yeah, I remember you, man, going mad too when you signed him, and I was like, "No, Mark." Just I think know. it was just the fact that we'd missed out on Lukaku. Oh, that, do you know what we talk about? We talk about uh, another side note here. We talk about the 2008 final, and we talk about the redemption the following year where Rob <laughs> Lukaku when, when, when we signed him. <laughs> when I woke up to the news <laughs> that Man United had oh. agreed a deal to sign it. Lukaku I'll never forget I was working at the time and you text me Yeah, I'll never forget it man I'll never forget the text I went to work that day like I'd lost a family member I, I'm i not even messing I felt sick to my stomach I was so upset oh man I was so upset because I remember signing Lukaku in I think it was 20 2011 maybe and he went on loan did he I can't remember we signed him when he was 18 anyway and yeah he didn't play that much but uh, he played a couple of league cup games maybe an FA cup game uh, didn't score but um, went on loan to West Brom tore it up there and then came back to us and I was like has to be given a chance has to be given a chance went to Everton tore it up there as well then he came back to Mourinho and I was like this is it Fucking the boy Lukaku. I just took, I don't know what it was. I just took a real, do you know what it was actually? There's a video of Lukaku visiting Stamford Bridge as a kid for the Andelect as oh, a kid. Oh yeah, and he I've goes, seen that. He goes, you'll you'll never see me cry. The, f- the only time you'll ever see me cry is when I play here and I score. That's when you'll see me cry. And when I just saw that, I was like, this boy loves Chelsea as much as I do. And I just took to him. And I always wanted to see what he would do because I just, I knew all along he would be a fucking monster. You've seen it for ages, and your I style of play would suit him. If you go back on my tweets, not on my Chelsea account, but my personal account, if you go back on my tweets about Lukaku, I'm giving Mourinho stick for not trusting him or giving him a chance because we went to David Moyes' first season, the second game of the season, I think it was, uh, Man United versus Chelsea, and it was nil nil. And we didn't have a striker at the time. We didn't have a recognised striker. I think Torres might have been injured or something. I don't know what it was. But we d- we started with Andre Scherler up front using as a false nine. But we bought him as a winger. And Lukaku was on the bench. Now I'm thinking, why the fuck isn't he playing? Mm. And then he fucking... Oh, Jesus. He goes and misses a penalty in the Super Cup final against Bayern Munich. And then the next day he asks to go out on loan. He went to Everton. And then we end up selling him to Everton. And I'm just thinking... What could have been? What could have been? Fast forward to 2017, summer 2017. He's tore it up. All the reports are saying Chelsea. Chelsea. He's coming back to Chelsea. And it's funny, Chelsea won the league against West Brom that night on, I think it was a midweek game. And it was a Thursday. It might have been a Friday. I don't know when it was. But Everton played their last home game of the season. And do you know how you have that, like, the not a victory lap, but like a a lap of honour kind of thing, the last home game of the season. You applaud the fans, whatever. So fucking Everton are going around the pitch applauding the thing Romelu's on his phone watching the the Instagram live videos of Thibaut Courtois in the dressing room celebrating the title and Lukaku's in the live chat typing well done Thibaut and all this kind of shit he's watching it he wanted to join Chelsea he did 
I think so too. Of course he did. And whatever and happened, it was his agent or what the fuck happened there where yeah. we nicked a man Real, and more more money or what I know Pog, what happened. Pogba got in his ear. Pogba he spent the summer agent holiday. Bull. He, agent yeah, Bull. Fucking cunt. Agent Pogba. Um bit of a harsh word to call him. I don't even know the geezer, but still. Um he spent the summer in LA with Paul Pogba. Yeah. And yeah. Paul would have been in his ear every single day. Come to United. Come on, bro. Come to United. Biggest club in the world. Dead, can, yeah. I dead, get it. Dead right. But he wanted Chelsea and then He I'm, probably would have suited Chelsea better. His God, the way the way he played that, football. He didn't suit us. He didn't suit us. He didn't. He didn't. Morata would have suited United more. And, and Lukaku, Lukaku probably, yeah. Antonio Conte wanted Lukaku. He, that's the fucking boy. True, he Inter Milan now. That's where he is with, with Conte. And look at him. He's yeah, 34 yeah. goals he scored. Yeah. Yeah. He he hasn't got the link up play and the grace of whoever you want, but he fucking scores goals. He does. That's what he does. Yeah. And that is what we needed in that Chelsea team. When we won the league and sold Diego Costa, that was the only man for the job, was Romelu Lukaku. And Look, he fucked we, it. We don't know what happened. Yeah, we don't. We don't. But whatever happened, I think we just were having fucking if buts and maybes about the fee and we had to pay a certain fee for the agent and Chelsea just weren't fully convinced by it and then he was like then Paul Pogba got in his ear come on to United uh, yes. and then he just I read an, I read a, a piece from The Athletic saying that he stopped answering the phone Lukaku stopped answering the phone and they didn't hear any word from it and then bang he's a United player so it just got to a point where Chelsea just didn't go for him hard yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, they didn't go for it hard enough. And we lost him. And that fucking, that hurt me so bad. Yeah, you were pretty fucking devastated. Oh, I was, that, that's probably the transfer, apart from Rubinho. Remember Rubinho? Oh, man, sitting out there in the kitchen and yeah, it was like yeah. deadline day and deadline it all looked like it was going to happen and it didn't. And you just lost yeah. your life. Like, you lost your life. Rubinho to Chelsea. And so Rubinho to Chelsea. And Lukaku, 2017 to Chelsea, what should have been? What that, should have been? That, oh, I, if Luke, if Conte had got his man, but look, you can look back and say what what could have happened or whatever. But fast forward to now, with Lampard, if you had told me back then, yeah, man, it's mad at Lampard's that if, manager. If Frank now, Lampard was to come in and be the manager, yeah, and madness. you and you would sign. You'd be a club record free, 72 million, buy all these players and you got Champions League and you're looking really good. I would have snapped your hand off. I fucking wouldn't. If someone Antonio says to you, you turn around and says, you are fucking mental. Get stepped, step, step, step back, step yeah. away from me. You if, are talking madness. Yeah, like if that's some, especially because we, there's a few years that Chelsea board weren't keen on buying players. They just didn't want to invest because I don't think they ever trusted a manager fully. Now the Lampard's come in. So if that's you were to same. tell me back then that Lampard would come in and Chelsea would have in the first, I don't know, before before the, before the season started, that they would have signed seven players and big money players, not shit players, not not squad players, but first team players, seven first team players, and Frank Lampard with the manager. Oh, like, you're fucking crazy! Like no way. But now it's it's a reality now. Let's say with like uh, with um, Abramovich too. The 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 rapport he has with Frank. Oh yeah, it's yeah. something else. But he's missed the Chelsea. He, uh, like so I said, like going back when he played for the squad and he like they, they just have such good rapport they're like mm. they're, they're both together and they're both going the same fucking direction where That's I look it, at yeah. United Ollie's going a direction Ed's going a direction a few other boys are where the fuck they, uh, there's, a, there's a lot going on at United it's a club yeah. big company there was a lot, a lot of different it's a business heads. yeah but they're going on separate directions mm -hmm. where I can see Chelsea are all together 
going that That's way. That's the thing. It's Frank, it's Petrocek, it's Marina, I f- well, and it's I forgot about it's Petrocek. Four, I forgot about Petrocek. It's those four looking in the exact same tunnel and going, this is the way we're going. It's Whereas you have Ed Woodward, you have the Glazers, you have Ollie. One's going down to fucking Sainsbury's. Yeah. One's going on a family picnic. Yeah. And one's on a plane off to fucking, I don't know where. Yeah, no, it is. It's fucking night and day. Uh, yeah. It really is. Right. Um, predictions for next season. Where are we going? What are we saying? Now, it, 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 it is, because obviously now what day is it? It's the 6th. It's mm-hmm. Marcus. Yeah, technically it's Marcus. But happy birthday, Marcus. Thank you. Thank happy you. Happy 21st birthday again. Oh, yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. I can't believe you're 26, man. It's mental. Imagine five years since we went to L.A. I know, I seen that on Facebook. The, the Scary. I know. I was really floored when I seen that. Five years, where have they gone? I know, man. That is fucking, that is mental. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not driving a car. Because <laughs> 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 like, oh, next time we come back, I'll, uh, we'll rent a oh, car. Yeah. And, yeah, sure, I can do that now, I suppose. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. Which is, yeah. But um, no, we're going off, so- we're going off topic here. Um, Predictions. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it is a little bit difficult. Um the transfer window isn't open or isn't finished mm-hmm. we've only bought a player you've bought fucking six seven whatever so we can try and predict i reckon yeah man I, I i can see chelsea finishing second i can see he finishing second Funny, yeah i, I was literally about to say see. i think we could, could especially now that messi's not going to city and he's staying yeah that's the thing i think if we he went to city really i was shitting at that city could win the league mm-hmm. that's how good messi is i know it's his first time playing the premier league but his record against english clubs is ridiculous this in the Champions League. That he couldn't do it in the Premier League. No, 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 no. His record against the top, top clubs in England. Yeah. I think is it twenty something, twenty six goals he has against them. I mean, this is like yeah. the top clubs. In it doesn't England. matter who he plays, he's gonna do well. So well, it's a different team, I suppose, but still. Him not going to Man City, I think. I, 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 I can see Chelsea finishing second. I can, I can see finishing fucking second, man. City are in for Koulibaly though, and they get another centre back in. That's fucking defenders, man. I don't know. I, I want to be quietly confident and say we could really push for second. Like, really push. But you just see what City and Liverpool have done the last two, three seasons, and you're kind of like, how can you get close to them? But you just have to hope that somehow we do push because you add all those players into the team. Your Werner, your Ziyech, your Havertz. And you just think that it's going to be goals galore. That's what you would think. And like in my head, it's I want to say that we have another 15, 20 points added to what we had. So yeah, I mean, but last season was, it, was, it, was points. a poor season. I think overall, like Premier League, really like the yeah. teams, like 66 points would not have. Only once in the last 10 seasons gets top four. I think, yeah, I think a lot of clubs fucked up last season. Too. Mm, big time. Yeah, so Chelsea benefited from that as well. Um, Where's the minimum for you? Where, where, what would you consider a, a, third. a failure? If what would you consider a failure of a season? Like fourth. Fourth? And do you Top know what? what would I be would, failure. Yeah, with the money we've spent. Yeah, it would be. Like, we've got top four. There's no difference uh, there's in getting no top four this season yeah, and getting top no four improve- next season. Technically, there's no improvement. Even if, if we struggle, if we're we're going to the last day of the season to get third place so if we get a result on the last day of the season yeah, and we get third, third that's that's still that's not good enough we need to cruise to Champions League football next season or it's just not good enough where do you get the sack? Oh. he doesn't get no 
No. I was going to say. If, uh, if he doesn't get what? I was going to say, well, if he doesn't get like. No, obviously top four. No, it's different. If he doesn't get. Oh, if he doesn't get top four, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. No, but if he, I said if he didn't get like second or third. <coughs> if he. Or if we, if Chilski, um, have a similar season to this season, I think he's gone. I think if we get top four, but it's a struggle last day of the season, limping over the line to get top four, I think he's gone as well. The expectation would be cruise to third place. Like the top four race would be done in March, let's say. Like it should be comfortable. It should be easily known that Chelsea are getting Champions League by March, April, April, let's say April, that it should be with six games, six or seven, eight games to go. Chelsea are nailed on Champions League, not going into the last game of the season. And you would like to hope that there's a cup final or two. And you'd like to hope that Chelsea win a trophy. Right, so a season for you is a successful season, is a couple of trophies. I was about to say the absolute minimum, but it's always hard to win a trophy. Mm. But with the money we've spent, yeah, and if you want to improve, spent. we've already got to a cup final this season. That's so if, if you're looking to improve, I would say, oh yeah, I would say the absolute minimum is third and a trophy. Anything other that is probably exceeding expectations for me. Right. So if we don't, if we don't get a trophy this year, it's not good. Right, but that's your expectations. What do you think is the general expectations of third? The fans, is yeah, third. third. Yeah, Anything it would have that? to be, and and a trophy. Maybe not and a trophy, but third, third at least third. And pushing into competitions. I would like to hope that we get to Champions League quarter final. Quarterfinal, I'd say of the Champions League. Jesus, you should like, like we should top our group. <coughs> and we should win our first knockout round, and then a draw is a, like the draw is the draw. You don't know who you're going to get in the quarterfinal. Mm. Could get a handy draw, and then then all of a sudden you're in the chem, uh, semi-final of a Champions League. But I would say minimum in the Champions League has to be quarterfinal. Has yeah, to be. I'd agree because we got to the first round this season so if you're looking for an improvement it's the next round which is the Champions League or mm. the Champions League and just with, with <laughs> the quarterfinal with how you've bought in the summer it's just yeah. there is an expectation there, there is and I know and then I bring it back to Man United they've spent similar money last season and it's like oh it's a building process or whatever but because of the magnitude of the signings we've done like the what's the word and it's been so long since you've done something like that too mm. I think the media attention we're getting and everything it's like there's an expectation on Chelsea to do well now, whereas Man United have spent the same money and it's kind of, nothing's really been said about it. But yeah, so I'm, oh, look, I don't, it's so hard to know. I, like I said, I, I reckon second. I can see yeah. the finish in second. I can, I can see even again. If we were any way consistent this season, we could have got second. We could have because Man City had yeah, slipped off massively. True. If we he were, lost eleven times, if we were somewhat consistent, we would have got second. Well, yeah, we shouldn't have got third. Mm. By right, how many points were we off? Ye, fourteen was it? Twelve. Twelve. Mm. Bef- before. Oh, we fucked it. Royally fucked it. Uh, we <laughs> we limped over the line as well. Yeah. Limped. Yeah. It was fucking bad. Oh, Fernandez saved us. That's the reason we got. Top yeah. four, basically. Like we had a lot of injuries that kind of fucked us, but you got over the line. Though. We did. That's the main thing. That was the huge thing. United, man. <sighs> like, what's your predictions? It's very hard to say at the because uh, I reckon top four. 
if you, if you get Sancho, yeah. it has to be third. Like again, it has to be pushing pushing second. Well, we finished third last season. I know, but it, Sancho isn't enough to bring you closer to City. I don't think, especially if they bring in Koulibaly. Like, I just I don't, don't know. Is Koulibaly going to go to City? I think the oh, pr- I, I think the asking price is too much. But there's a, a second bid going in from to see they're dealing because their relationship with Napoli is so bad. They're dealing with an agent who then goes to Napoli to talk. So Napoli are expecting this agent to come to them in the next few days and say City have offered a bid of seventy five million and they could accept it. Why is Napoli and City's relationship bad? Because of a certain Chelsea FC. Um, when we signed Maurizio Sarri yeah. as the manager yeah. and we brought Jorginho, City were in, in pole position for Jorginho. That's Chelsea right. were like, no, no, we want Maurizio Sarri, but we want Jorginho to come along with him as well. And City, kind of, or not City, Napoli kind of went behind City's back and was like, yeah, grand. And not City were furious, apparently. Not happy. No, so that completely fucked their relationship. Um, United, man, I don't know. If, if we're going... If 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 this finish if, if the transfer window closed tomorrow, oh fuck me, you're struggling for, you're you're fighting for fourth I think. Oh, fighting for fourth. I man. think so. We are fighting for fifth and sixth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you have to think about it, man. Everton, Wolves, these other clubs that are considered mid-table are pushing now. Yeah. That they're not really. You could Everton say, definitely are. Yeah, man. man they they bought Allen from Napoli. They bought James Rodriguez. Oh, bought a couple of others, I think. As well. well, what was that season when they bought a good few players in and they ended up? Was it Marco Silva was there and they didn't? And they still did shit. Yeah, but they, look at the yeah, players yeah. they were signing. But um, what mock. I'm saying is these these mid table clubs, I'm gonna call them mid table. Some yeah. of these clubs would have previously been mid table are now getting the money, are now able to invest in decent players. Yeah. they are fighting in and up along the top four now as yeah. well, man. Wolves and Everton definitely would be you ones know? to watch this season. And the, let alone Spurs and fucking Arsenal. Yeah. Um, you know. Arsenal I don't know Arteta came in in December he, came, he won the FA Cup he's got a player or two now he got William. he got Gabriel from Lille the centre back um, got, they got another one too didn't they they got two no they got Gabriel and they got um, another centre back oh no no, no it's a, another player like another signing no oh Danny Ceballos or Kevalos whatever the fuck his name Ceballos I think his name is Real Madrid that uh, he was on loan and he's returned on loan again I think oh. so um, they've kept a player that they could have lost but um, hard to know with the Gooners mm. because they've been so shite for the last Banter FC literally yeah uh, they've been so bad yet a bogey team in a way for Chelsea but they've been so inconsistent the last few years Europa League th- they've been inconsistent in their form They've been consistent in their <laughs> Europa League participation. Hey. Um, it's, I don't know with Arsenal. I really don't. I, I think I think they could push for fourth in and around. I, I could be talking muck. We could look at this in the, in the next, this coming season and be like, oh, Jesus, Arsenal. So you, you, you think Liverpool again? think oh wow I rem- who have they bought this season they bought some left back who I couldn't tell oh you it begins name. with T t- uh, Tillemans or no no, like no 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 he's no Um, I know the player you're on about now 
I want to say his name is Cavos for some reason. I could become uh, look. We, he, he signed a they've signed a left back anyway. But Andy Robertson's going to be the first choice left back. That'll just give Andy Robertson a bit of a rest. They're in talks for Thiago apparently, but they don't want to spend the thirty million. So Liverpool are penny pinching big time. And look, I said it last season because Liverpool really didn't improve their squad last season either. And I said, no way, they'll not go nowhere near the league title. But yet they ran away with it. So if Klopp can get them players to invest in another title challenge as in invest themselves into it, because you always hear this thing of winning the league title is one thing, but then retaining it is another. Like, that's their first title in 30 years. Did those boys turn around and be like, we've done it. We fucking, we finally won the league. The pressure's off. We can, you know just like what taking one or two percent off your performance level has a big impact like we saw liverpool after when liverpool took the foot off the gas like i'd see their liverpool fans i think they only had like a 46 percent win rate from february onwards because they had completely run away with it and naturally enough the mentality of the players they're gonna they're naturally gonna, enough it yeah. just dropped that little yeah, bit yeah and then they only had a 46 percent win uh <laughs> ratio after February so whether they can get themselves together again and push for two in a row without signing a significant upgrade I don't know but again I said last season that they wouldn't be anywhere near the title I said they'll struggle because they haven't upgraded the squad but then they fucking ran away with the league so who's to say they don't do it again the I, one, I, I, I actually I actually banked on Liverpool winning did you? Forget, I was moving out of the house in Riverside and Paul was helping us move, and we got chatting about football. And I said it. I said, because um, you had to look at the previous. Like they, they had got to a, a Champions League final, but lost. But they built on that that summer. Um, and what was it with City? I I was wasn't feeling City. I can't remember exactly what I said to Paul, but I more or less said, if he, I I just felt that we're gonna get it that 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 year, man. This is back in the summer now, where I was moving out of Academy Court, so it was just like. Not last year, the year before. Yeah, well, actually, it would have been last year. It's been a year in that yeah. house now. I just, yeah, I could fucking, I could sense it, man. This just after they won the Champions League. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, so they'd lost the Champions League final, bought well, but Alisson had got rid of Carius and uh, improved their, their midfield and uh, had won that Champions League yeah. final. Yeah, yeah. And I just seen, I just, I would just, I just, I remember sitting with Paul and Paul was like, oh, I don't know, City and I said, Paul. It's like what you've built on, you've won the Champions League. I could just see them do it, man. Yeah. Now I didn't expect them to run away like they fucking oh, it was did. A joke. It was it it, it ruined the fucking thing. Especially well, coming from me, a United fan, I was oh, I was just it was sickening. Like because the year before they had bottled a twelve point lead. I, I think. know, I know. I think I think it was twelve points. Could have been. It was. More. It was something ten or twelve points. It was I double th- digits. I it think was it was digits. twelve for like two hours. It was like a twelve point lead it for was, like two hours. It was double digits. And then this year again, they got to twelve points, and everyone's like, "Nah, they'll bottle it." And then they were fourteen points clear, sixteen, seventeen, twenty, twenty, so, yeah. and then it was like, "Oh shit, Liverpool are going to win the league." Oh fuck me! So I remember um, there's a, there's a guy from Larry Kenny too, Jay. He'd be a massive Liverpool fan. Right. I remember meeting him in the street at one point, 
I think this was just all before now all the COVID kicked off and stuff. I think they were like, was it 14 or 12 points clear? And yeah. same thing. And I said to him, I was as well, fair play, man, because you're going to... And he was just like, don't... And he's like, no, 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 man, I'm not. I was Every like, oh, and I was fan. just like, oh, Jay, man, you seriously cop on ye I was like and I'm just I'm a United fan this is this is very hard for me to say like I was like I'm, I'm just being honest he says you have it man you are definitely he was like no he couldn't ex- he couldn't fully just every Liverpool fan was the same because the mountain times they got stung before every single Liverpool fan I talked to refused to believe they were winning the league on T and it was all the same theme until we see Jordan Henderson lift that trophy we haven't won the league and that was the best thing about it they lifted the trophy and not a fucking no fan inside oh, <laughs> do you know what as bittersweet as fuck <sighs> so it was it was so bittersweet like, I don't think they gave a fuck about that though the I don't think the players wouldn't have really but the fans would have oh, I don't I no. don't know Th- first title in 30 years I you'd rather be in the stadium of course of course but that's they've only got what 40, 50 is it 40, 50, maybe even 60,000 fans now in that stadium? Because they did it, they built onto the stand. Oh. I don't, it's between 40 and 50, maybe. But you only get 40. That's a very small number of fans compared to the millions around the world. True. Well, yeah, first time in 30 years because so I know the two boys in Letterkenny. There's fans out there that never would have been to the stadium. They that's would, what I'm saying. The two, the two boys in Letterkenny now were over the moon. I think they might have gone to a couple of games over the years, but like, yeah. it didn't matter. They didn't give a oh, fuck. They, no. I wouldn't have either. Do you know, came over to the house, man. When it was, it was against G, wasn't it? Chelsea, Liverpool. Oh, when they lifted the title, yeah, it was. Yeah, and, uh, they came over. Oh, he had man. a flag and everything in the house. Oh, <laughs> I had, I, had, I, I, I rang actually. I think I rang you. You did, yeah. I'd go outside for for fresh air because yeah. I was ready to fucking flip <laughs> the lid. Like, <gasps> I got. Oh, it was fucking shit. No, so right, United predictions, man. It's, it's like I'm looking at now what we've done in the transfer. It's like we're not getting top four. I have to. What? Si- I've no, what, what we what we've done just now. As if I said, if the window closed tomorrow, if the window closed tomorrow, you don't think you get top four? I think we'd be fighting for it. You would be fighting for it. I still I think, think you would get it. For it. Well, I still we, think I, you would I, get I, it. You don't want to be fighting for top four. Not Man United, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, maybe that's just the way you know. I, I've brought up knowing how like. Man United, it's the thing with the fans. We've got so used to United winning and this mentality of being a really fucking big club. And I don't know, like it's, we still are, but the board, I don't think, have that mentality. Do you oh know, no, do you know what I mean? Absolutely not. So top four is good in their eyes. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. Yeah. It's not good enough for United. It's not like, it's not. So look, Sancho. If you got Sancho, yeah, it'd make a massive difference. Um. Yeah, you'd be thinking fucking top four at Sancho, definitely, where you'd like to hope, anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, if you get top four, right I mean, now, sorry, Sancho, right then. now, I'm just, I'm just going on just what I've seen, like, going on the transfer window now. It's so like, if it closed tomorrow? Closed tomorrow, man. Fuck me. I don't know. Fifth. I, we really would be fighting for fourth, like. See, it's, it's hard to do a prediction now because yeah, we don't know who yeah. you've signed come October 5th. Mm. So... You can say if the window closed tomorrow, or let's say it closes October fifth, and you've only signed. You are miles ahead of us. Oh yeah. If you close tomorrow, it, like it, it. So if you don't miles. sign anyone, other than Van der Beek, then you'd have to think top four, but a struggle in my opinion. Um, probably no trophies. No, probably not. Probably no trophies. Probably like. not. Um, but if you do sign Sancho, then I think top four easily, and. Yeah, you'd have to think you're pushing for a trophy, but I still think the business that Chelsea have done 
I think we've taken, uh, I'd say even two, three steps ahead of you. Not even just a big step ahead of you. I think we're even uh, if we sign Sancho. Mm, I think we have we've strengthened the centre back position in Thiago Silva. That was a problem. We've strengthened the left back position. That was a problem. Gold Lampard often gave out after games. He's fed up saying that chances like missing chances and everything we've i mean i like to hope that we've sorted that with Werner and ziek and havertz that's a lot of goals and creativity coming into mm -hmm. the team i really we've strengthened in so many positions that and our squad depth now our squad depth compare our squad to yours uh, so we've got a class first team and so do you and your bench but is our still bench decent. now you can look at your silly. bench yeah and be like fuck me yeah our bench is silly and it's the five sub rules is gone now so it's only three subs. On the 3rd of September, they had a meeting. Remember how you have the five subs oh, at the water it. break? They voted on it again, and they voted again against it, even though all the top leagues... I thought they would have voted for the five subs. It was being voted on again, and they've got rid of it. The I think the Premier League is the only top European league that's gone back to three subs. All the rest have gone five. I uh, thought they would have kept the five. I uh, thought they would have voted that. And they wonder why, che like not Chelsea, but English teams don't have great success in Europe. Like they don't help them. They don't. They don't help themselves. The FA don't help them. It's so bad. Like the European teams now have the five subs. They'll be able to have more freshness and whatever. Oh, and, and what's the word? Um, um, Squad rotation. Yeah, rotation. Rotate the exactly, players and yeah. fucking shit like that. But I'm yeah. shocked they voted for the three. Yeah, it's Fuck. gone back to three now. But Chelsea will have three solid players coming off the bench. It's a shame for the younger players. The five subs really gave the younger players a chance. Like the like, I don't know. You probably never heard of Ethan Ampadu, Welsh lad, Welsh teenager. He's um he was on loan last season, but he'll be coming back in. He wants to stay and fight for his place. I don't see him getting. He I think he would have got a lot more minutes with the five subs, but with the three, I I see him getting game time with the early rounds of the cup. But in terms of the Premier League, I don't see him getting a lot of minutes, so which is a shame. I think it's kind of affecting the younger players' game time going back to the three. But if you look at Chelsea's bench now, like Hudson Odoi isn't going to be a starter. You can bring him off. You've got Tammy Abraham. You've got Giroud. Fuck me. Yeah. Mason Mount might not be a starter as much as I want him to be. Kovacic, Jorginho. You've got all these different players. Marcus Alonso, if needs be. As much as your favorite player, <laughs> and he's I'll there. I'll be around at the start of the podcast yeah. about that man and how he, he's <laughs> there though. It's a squad as a backup. That's it. See, I look. I don't want to compare Ashley Young to, to Alonso, but when um, Ashley Long was playing day in day out, and like at times, man, he was fucking shocking. But there was a time then too where he was being used as a squad player and coming on as a sub you and he do was, a job and he was he was doing the job. In fairness, Alonso could be that type of player too yeah. that could come on and do the job for you, not not starting week in week out, and but he could be that kind of type of player, man. Yeah, do you know? Um, I'm curious now, like United Chelsea, who'd win the title first? I'm kind of curious. Uh, I'm not curious. I'm kind of don't know what to say. It, Ollie Lampard win title first, or just like go like Chelsea United to win the title. If first? we're going off Chelsea and United. I'd say Chelsea all day. Like I don't even have to think about it. The ambition, like we were. That is sad. It, it's it's clear as day though. Is it's, it, is it United? You can look at it right now. Chelsea are building a team to win a title. They're not building a team to get closer to City and Liverpool. Well, yeah, technically they are, 
but they're not thinking about getting second. They're thinking about we want the title. They're thinking of the long fucking game. Like they they want the title. At, yeah, they yeah. want the title in the next three years. Yeah, they want the title. Like Man United aren't thinking like that. The owners aren't. No way, no way. But if you're thinking about Lampard and Oli, I, I don't know. I I think obviously I'm gonna have probably a bit of Chelsea bias, but I think Lampard's a better manager. Look, he's he's had his flaws and he's up and down this season, but I think that's. So, that's only his second year in management. Do you know how fucking nuts that is? His first job was with Derby County. Yeah. And his second job, his second year in management was Chelsea. They took a big risk on him. Huge they risk. They took a big fucking risk And a lot on of him. people thought it was to kind of tide the fans over, get them all on board for one season. Because there was a lot, some fans hated Sari, some loved him. It was very, there was a very, very toxic, because of Conte. Big divide. It was a Conte second season and the poison he brought into the club. I loved Antonio Conte. He was one of my favourite managers ever. Well, he won the fucking league. Yeah, he was one of my favourite managers ever. Then he threw the toys out the pram and just pure toxicity. And then Sari came in. Some people liked him, some didn't. And there's just this whole toxic just nature going on at Chelsea. And then Super Frank comes in. Everybody's on board. Everyone's happy. And everyone's like, not everyone, but some people were saying. That oh, could have been a part of it, though, man, for, for, for taking the risk of Frank maybe. getting him in. I would say so, man. Because yeah. as if you it doesn't said, work he out. is Mr. Chelsea. Yeah. The amount of, of, of love and adoration for that man, like, as a Chelsea fan, like you said, every Chelsea fan would come on board for him. Oh, yeah, fact. That was it. If he, that could have been a little part of it. But if he come in this year and flopped... So be it. It was a second job, second year management. It would have been awful sad to see him come in and flop. Mr. Chelsea come and fuck it. But no, oh, yeah. thankfully he didn't. But um, we'll see this. I really do think that Frank is a very, very good manager. Well, like I said, you look at like he had no transfer window. Yeah. His style of play, you c- I, I'm coming from a fan that's United. You can you can see the philosophy, you can see the vision on the on on the pitch where mm-hmm. he, where he wants to go, um, and you can see the players are playing for him and they want to yeah. win for Frank. They respect him so they much. They do, and yeah, right. So yeah, they do. Yeah. I like to say that I think some players. I, I want to say that for Ollie too, because like I said, I do see a lot, lot of similarities between the two clubs. Um, Ollie. <sighs> I guess uh, look at man I uh, I really want him to do well but I don't know is he the man that's going to do neither like, do I I don't think he's the guy I think Potch oh jeez that's that's another episode there at Potch <laughs> oh my g- oh man I really did want Potch I think really, Potch Dino's the man really, for really wanted United Potch. I thought he might have missed him then again I don't he still hasn't taken he's, a job. He's still floating about. He's mm-hmm. still there. Now, depending on what happens this season, if if it doesn't go well for Ollie, let worst comes to worst, he's sacked by Christmas. Potch comes in. Let's hope. Well, I say not, let not let not not let's hope that Ollie gets sacked. But if he ever did, let, let that let's Potch hope is that available. the next let's hope the next manager well for us is Pochettino. Personally, yeah. I really do. Oh man, I was I was fucking gutted. I was gutted, man. We can get Potch. Yeah. I really thought that was gonna happen, but it didn't. No, I. But I'd love to see Ollie win. I'd love to see Ollie do well at United because he he lives and breathes the club. He understands what the club is about, and he's come from that generation through Sir Alex, like Roy Keane and all them boys that understand what Man United is. A lot of them, lot of, I think, a lot of them players, a lot of people around the club now, I don't think would have have that mentality or have that understanding of what Man United is but Solskjaer gets it Solskjaer knows yeah. and 
I say I love seeing him do well, but I don't know, is he the man? I don't know. But like I said, like he's bringing in these players that are exciting, good players with, that he's going to, that they're going to, what's the word I'm looking for here? You know, he, he's going to help him with his vision of how he wants this club to play and how he wants this club to go. But he's basing Man United right now from when he was at Man United. That's what yeah, he wants it to be. The, that's all he knows. He's man. bringing in the players that are obviously good enough for the team, but he wants them to be... He he always says that he's they have to be Man United players. Do you know, like their personality and everything, they have to be United players. Yeah, like Fernandes is a United player. Forget the quality, and the play, but his attitude, mm-hmm. how he is on the pitch, like he is a yeah, United player. Like Definitely. Um, so... Yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. But uh, this season will tell a lot, massively, I think. Because, like, you brought in Maguire and Wambasaka. Who else did you bring in? What, in, their first, in, in his first season, was it? Or Just this season gone. I think it was Wambasaka and Maguire. Was there anyone else? There was. There was Wambasaka, Maguire, and there was Dan James. Oh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> he, was never, it, he was never going to set the world alight. He never was. He was never going to be, you know. He, I think, he he was bought as a bench player. Yeah. And ended up then becoming a fucking Yeah, starter. that's exactly he, what he happened. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't have, like, Definitely. he was overplayed, overused. Mm. And, yeah, like. Like, that's not, like, obviously, we're not forgetting Fernandez. He came in in January. But you can't, you can't say Maguire, Wambasaka, and Dan James are going to revolutionize a team. I think if you get the likes of a Jaden Sancho and you've got Van de Beek, if if you're if he's backed by the board and you do get Sancho and, and let's say you get a centre back as well, you get that third player, then um, that's when I think I'll really, really properly judge Oli. Like I still think that wasn't the greatest Man United team this season that, Man, that he could have worked we with. We should not have got third. Yeah. Personally, I and I was saying it from day dot. Fernandez got us third, but like at the start after that transfer window happened, none of us were expecting fourth even or top four. A lot of fans were, were yeah. Expecting a a fifth lot and of sixth. you, a lot of you gave up on top four we very did. early. We and did. I said to you, I said, "There's a long way to go." You were the same, um, and and Paul McNamee, a friend of mine in uh, in in Letterkenny, whatever I where I'm from, uh, yeah. Liverpool supporter, said the exact same thing because me and Maddie are big United heads. Yeah, and we were like, "No," nah, but he said that he's not no top four, top four. But as I said, the only reason we got top four was Fernandez. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely sure. Um, Solskjaer was on the verge of being sacked. When you lost that so two the nil. Burnley game, a lot of yeah, everyone, not everyone obviously, but a lot wanted him out, and then you got Fernandez, and then that changed everything. But yeah, uh, yeah, well, some well, I was thinking of Mark Goldbridge here. He had given up. He had given up. Yeah, I was about I, to say that Goldbridge gave up as he well. He did, but he's the minute Fernandez signed, he said he t- he was like, I'm giving him a second chance because he understood it. He knew how good a player that Fernandez was, how it could change the team. Yeah, and he was right. He it, was harping on about him for a long was. time. I see that ship out there. That well, oh, yeah. that's Fernandez, and if that ship sinks, I'm going down with it. <laughs> and then the ship sank. But yeah, oh, we redeemed ourselves. But but imagine if we got him at the start of that season. Man. That's what I said to you as well. Imagine like, if we got what, him at the start of that season. What would you have not have done if you'd gotten? You would have cruised third anyway, definitely. I think with a bit of consistency, you would have pushed City for second as well. So that, when you think of it, if if you had got Fernandez. I think you would have pushed for second. Maybe, maybe Ollie is the guy, man. I don't know. 
That's what I'm saying. Maybe. This season Part will tell a lot. This yeah. season will tell a lot. Well, this transfer window too, because True. well, obviously for yourselves, but for us especially, yeah. we've only bought one. He needs to be backed. Yeah. Or we're going to have fucking uh, Josie Mourinho part two. Yeah. You know? oh, I will be, I'll be so surprised if you don't get Sancho. I, like, yeah, you have to get him. I, I, I'm, man, Mark Obridge, man, if he doesn't get Sancho, I just, oh, his, I, his I, do reaction not, I, I nearly tweeted him today. He put out a tweet. I can't remember what it was, but I, he's so banked on Sancho coming. He big time. really has all the chips in. Like, And I was going to tweet him and said, you're going to, oh, I didn't want to say suicide watch on the tweet. So I think that you're going to go into solid depression. Like I won't be able to watch you for a few weeks because I won't be able to just see you in that state. I was going to tweet him something like that, but I deleted the tweet because it was way too long. But if, oh my God, he's so like, he's got, he's gone all in. He's playing poker he and he's he's gone all in. He has. And if you don't sign him, I still expect you to do it. But if you don't, oh my God, he's he's going to lose his life. I'll say it now. Look, I won't be surprised if we don't. Really? I won't be surprised. Like, well, apparently a little bit, but like at the same time, nah, man, because it's this fucking board. It's so inept, man. They yeah. just, I'm telling you, man. Oh, they're fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, well, we'll leave we it there. could go on and on yeah, and on. Yeah, well, just, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. so predictions then. Let If right. you get Sancho. Okay. okay, let's just say you've got him. You sign Sancho. And that's it. If we get Sancho, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll have to be third. Third or fourth. Oh, if you get fourth after finishing last season. Same man. In third. It's competitive league. Mm. It's competitive league. Say Arsenal, Spurs. Well, like I said, every, like I said, few clothes fucking tipping around there man but like yeah third i reckon third. i think third minimum for chelsea and man united has to be minimum if if sancho comes to man united i think they have to be like third again and a trophy no more than chelsea yeah. if you want to improve on last season yeah. man united finished third but they didn't get any trophies so you have to go either second which i don't see man united doing to be honest no i, I can i see chelsea having more of a chance of getting second but yeah if Man United wants to improve, it has to be third again. Has to be third again, and a trophy. No more than Chelsea. Uh, the but the the difference with Man United and Chelsea is the absolute minimum. On my on my thoughts for Chelsea is third and a trophy. The absolute minimum. Like it's a bad season if we don't finish third and get a trophy. I think with the money we've spent, a good season would be um, second. I was about to say great, but I still think like Frank Lampard wants Chelsea to be number one. So mm. I don't think even if we finish second, he'd be like, yeah, but we want the next step. We're improving and we're going for the title. So a, like a, a decent season would be set. No, no, in fact, no, good. In, look, it, it would be good it w- to get second again after so many years, not being there. Obviously we won the title under Conte, but it, fe- it feels like an eternity, which is funny. It does, man. It does it feel like an eternity. It feels very long ago that Conte won you the yeah, title. Yeah, it like. does, but it's not that long no, ago. No, it's only a couple of years. Yeah. Um, it just feels like Liverpool and City have dominated for so long. It's got boring. Like, yeah. If if we get second, that would be great. Um, if if somehow we manage to win the league, 
Frank Lampard's getting his statue. Like, there's no if, buts, or maybe's. He is. He's hundred percent getting the statue. <laughs> if he gets you Premier League, oh, if Frank. Where's if Conte's statue, man? His first was that his first mm, season at Chelsea. Uh, but was that just, his first first season? Just, first season he got you the Premier League title. Yeah, but where is he the only manager to come in? His first, uh, other than Mourinho, his first season to come in and win you title. Ancelotti, Ancelotti, Mourinho, and Conte. Conte, yeah. Right, okay. But So why should Frank get a fucking statue on his second season getting you? Because he's the greatest player to ever play for Chelsea. And he won us the league in 2005. Uh, won it in 2006. Won it in 2010. He's just our best player ever. And then to come back as a manager, as an inexperienced... Imagine his third, his third year in management. To win a Premier League title. That would be fucking ridiculous. That would be the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen. So it was going to be ridiculous if he won the FA Cup. Yeah. In his first seat. Oh, like, that well, been not nuts. ridiculous, but it would have been like, wow. holy fuck. Yeah, it would have been class. Holy especially fuck. with the squad that we had, but wasn't to be. But So I'm going to go, my official predictions is going to be. What's your top four? Oh. <laughs> what's, your, what's your top four prediction? The Scousers, Liverpool first. Chelsea oh, second. Right, okay. City third. United fourth. That's what I think. But if you ask me on another day, I might say City first. It all depends on the transfer window. Yes, I'm saying it's it not really finished does. yet, so it's kind of hard because I was, yeah, I, I probably. Even at that, Liverpool aren't going to improve any their squad anymore. It's They won't. Like, they won't. May, look, maybe they get Thiago. If they. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. If they do get Thiago, then I'd say nailed on first. Really? I think so. I think Van Dijk is that good. And the two wing backs and the keeper yeah. and the front line. I mean, yeah. Yeah. if if they don't get injured. I don't know. Is, the African, is, is the African Cup of Nations this January? I don't know. I think it might got pushed back another year. I don't know. African Cup of Nations might be this year. And if it is, then you'd have to worry because that's Mane and Salah gone. So... I don't know. I I would say the African Cup of Nations isn't on this year because Liverpool would have bought somebody. But um, if one of them gets an injury, that's the only thing. They were blessed with injuries. They didn't really. I, I can't I see, recall. I I that actually now recalls me back to when I was saying to Paul. I said that time when before that season started, Liverpool won that league. Won yeah, won that Premier League season. Um, I said what it's going to come down to, Paul, is injuries. I remember I now that you said that I remember saying to it's like if City it, it comes down to injuries how how um Liverpool are you gonna if whoever gets the more injuries yeah I remember the sorry I've kind of gone and off City there. City got Laporte injured Aguero injured they did not have good luck at all no they didn't shocking and the Rodri it, one it, of their it, new it, signings it was all their defense what too wasn't it. Yeah, they had to reject the defense and put players that weren't really meant to be in defense oh, yeah, into their, defense. Their uh, center backs pairings yeah. at one point was horrendous. Yeah, fucked like. Yeah, and Vinny Company left them as well. But we're going into a bit of a tangent off the predictions. But I th- yeah, I think Liverpool, Chelsea, City, United. and Manchester United. Um, I'd probably do the same, but like it says, that's if we have Sancho. Yeah. Oh no. Let's say you do sign Sancho. If we do sign Sancho. I still think he get fourth. I do. No, I reckon I reckon top four if we get Sancho. Oh yeah, oh no, easily. That's not I think with or without Sancho, I still think you get top four. 
but if you do get Sancho, then I think you cruise top four. I think if, if Man United sign Sancho, you can nail on the top four now. No one's getting close to uh, Liverpool, City, Chelsea and United. That's the top four done and dusted before the season's even started, I think, anyway. Mm. I could be wrong, but probably it's will be, be wrong. Very sure. interesting. That's one last thing before we shoot off. This has been going yeah. on for two hours and eight minutes. Yeah. Um, about uh, Lampard and Solskjaer similarities, they both came from that era of where they were surrounded by winners. Their managers were absolute winners, drove it into them, and having the attitude to win and nothing else but win. Yeah. That similarity too, man, of Lampard and, and Solskjaer coming like with mm-hmm. Lampard with Jose and and Oli with Ferguson, they have that breed of the man. You know, it's it's it just there's, I can see so many similarities with Chelsea. My eyes was very very interesting. It was yeah. really 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 interesting season, and I can tell by you, you want to keep this going now. This podcast thing yeah. going for the season, it would be so oh, much absolutely. more interesting too. After like watching the games too, and reviewing the yeah, games yeah, and, yeah. and and our and our takes on it too. Of Man United just fans, they watching Chelsea and huh? Just studying the games now as well, like properly, mm. just taking interest in each other's teams. Oh, as well. but I can see it's getting so depressing for me. Like I can really. Just, uh, Do you know what I'm really looking forward to? Is Man United versus Chelsea? I think it's the sixth game of the season. Yeah, it is. I uh, want revenge for that 4 0 this season. To see my hero, <sighs> Super Frank, on the touchline in his fucking Dior suit, <laughs> just looking so depressed. All snazzy and just. Yeah. And he hasn't wore a suit since. He hasn't wore a suit since, and he's real superstitious. It's because he wore that suit. I, I like my manager to look well on the touchline, and fucking Super Frank rocked up to Old Trafford in this suit, and I was like. This is the fucking. If he comes out of here with a pointer win, oh my god, this guy is just the bollocks. And he got slapped four 0 and there's just just this shot of when the fourth goal goes in, and he's just there on the touchline, just looking so depressed. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. And he hasn't. We never wore the suit since. And he's saying it's a superstition thing, but sure. How many games has he lost wearing the trackie? So I hope he goes back to the I, suit. I um, I never copped that. He never wore the suit after that. And I always thought it was a superstition thing. I thought he's very similar to me. I would be like that. If I wore the trackie the next game and we won, then I'd keep it in the trackie. Mm. And then like halfway through the season, it came out in an interview. And he's like, yeah, I'm superstitious. I have wore the suit since. But um, yeah, just going back to that Man United, the 4 0, I just, I'm really looking forward to that sixth game of the season. I would love to go to Old Trafford but and in just fairness, win. That 4 0 result did not No, it didn't at all. But that's in what's fairness. in the history books. Frank Lambert's first game in the Premier League got slapped by Ollie 4 0. And I just want Frank <laughs> to go back. We came fourth and we came third. And Frank's the kind of guy, too, that will look at that fixture and say, I fucking want to win that one. He's just that kind of guy. I'm really looking forward to that one. So I'm really looking forward to this season as yeah, a Chelsea say fan. The season, well, yeah, for you, definitely, oh, man. man. I can't You're wait like for a kid at Christmas. I cannot wait for it You're to like start. Like a kid at Christmas, yeah. all these fucking signings and the transfer. You oh were every God. day is like Christmas for you. It's like yeah. <gasps> we're signing, but it's like Twitter, every, Twitter, Twitter, every, Twitter. Every, no, no, but every couple of days there's something with That's Chelsea. A joke, yeah. It's fucking. It's oh man. Expect us to sign a keeper too before. I know the I season know, starts. I know. Who do you reckon you're going to sign as keeper? We're linked with this geezer called um, Mendy. I, 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 Mendy? Yeah, Mendy. I thought you'd be getting, what do you call him? Um, begins with D. A D? A keeper? Yeah, is it not what do you call him? Fucking... The, ge- the geezer from Atletico Madrid? What's no? his name? All Black? There's All Black. There's another one. 
Donna Donna Oh Donna Rumor. Sorry, sorry. No, Donna Donna Rumor. No, that won't be happening. No. No, no, no. Okay. No, he'll stay at AC. Thank fuck. Yeah, we're linked. You with have this enough. Stop. Just from stop. Ren. Just stop buying players. There's, yeah, there's a fella called from Ren called Mendy. But that's where Chet came from. Ren. That's where we signed him from. Oh, so we do have good links. Yeah, links but, there. Um, he's six foot five. Really stupidly, ridiculously wrong reach, and is really dominating in the air. Like that's what that's everything Kepa isn't. So I think I think Kepa stays. I think I well, he's going to be your subkeeper. Yeah, there's no market for him. No one will buy him after spending that much money on him. Yeah, no one will buy him. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll sign another keeper. I don't know a thing about him. I'll be honest. I've never heard of him. Never watched him play. So I don't know. Right. Um, but anyone's better than Kepa. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't believe I've gone all this podcast without mentioning Kepa. I was just thinking that myself. He? Oh no, I won't start because we'll be here for another hour. I was just thinking that myself. <laughs> I was like, how have we not actually chatted awful, about Kepa? Awful. I was shocked at that stat. That stat. He was out of two. Was it two hundred and seventy keepers? Seven hundred and thirty, I think. What's okay? Whoa, seven hundred and thirty keepers in the Premier League history. He has come bottom for. I think that's first right for stop. Seven hundred and thirty. Yeah, Am I wrong? We have, we have, the, we have the Google's. Yeah, there. I'm pretty sure it I was something it was ridiculous. Was something He's like seven hundred and thirtieth out of the max, like seven hundred and thirtieth. So, uh, and Kepper shot, uh, shot to save ratio uh, or percentage. Just Kepper. Uh, Kepa worst stats Premier League or something like that. Kepa worst stats Premier League. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he's had like the worst season in Premier League history for a goalkeeper. I'm nearly certain of it, but I'm yeah I'm really surprised that I haven't gone on about him because I went on a mini rant about Marcus Alonso. I could have done the exact same, if not more, on on Kepa. He's been so bad. It's not even funny. Like, yeah, I think that yeah here it is here. Um, Chelsea goalkeeper Kepa might be the worst goalkeeper in the history of the Premier League according to sure, one stat at least the Blues number one has come in for a lot of criticism this season and has been dropped by Frank Lampard da, 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 da. oh here it is now some Kepa stats this season he has the worst save percentage in Premier League history and it says in here in brackets to play 10 plus games with 54.5% I have it here 730th yep. place there you go he has Out conceded of. 8% of Chelsea's Premier League goals since 1992 in two years that is fucking stupid <laughs> oh, fuck. and he's been here for two seasons oh, for, for, for he's been here two seasons and he's, con- he's conceded 8% of Chelsea's goals for 14 out of 47 goals conceded this season he didn't move yep 30%. He's pathetic, but that's for another day. 730th place. Out of 730. Last. Dead last. What? I did... What? Dead last. Like, He's had the worst season in Premier League history. When you sent me that stat, I was yep. floored. I, I I was like, what? If it wasn't for him, we would have cru- cruised third. Do you think so? Yeah. It was oh purely my him. God. It was purely, purely him. him. But he was a big part. We, we dropped a lot of points because of him. Fuck. We would have cruised the third. Like we finished level on points with Man United. If we didn't have Kepa, I'm. It's crazy that we have Willy Caballero, backup goalkeeper. He's 39 years old. We have Petrček that is younger than him in the stands as a technical advisor. If Petrček had come out of retirement for one more season, or just said one more season, and he was our backup keeper, he would have. He would have been, been starting. He would have been our number one keeper. Yeah, and he probably would have done a better job. He would have. Yeah, I'm so confident of that. Definitely, he would have. 100%. Yeah, that's why we actually haven't got into Kepa, but... Yeah, yeah that's yeah. for another day. Yeah, because... What, 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 let me see where we are now. If right? I see Kepa lining up against Liverpool, 
on the second game of the season, I don't know what I'll do. I don't know what I'll do. So if you don't get a keeper this season... Oh, forget about it. Forget about top four. Do you know what? The more I've thought about that... In my head, we're signing a keeper. If we don't sign a keeper, it could be a shit show. It could be a shit show. Oh, man. It, it could be a Liverpool-type job it where... would be They fantastic. had Carrius and they had Mignolet. Oh, man. Where it was just Please like, we'll score more goals yeah, than you. Keep it coming. Keep keep, keep, <laughs> keep telling me this story. This, this I'm nervous, man. Now that you've mentioned it, yeah. If we don't get a keeper... Oh, if we don't get a keeper, forget about second place. We'll get third. But for, forget You'll get it. top four, you reckon, with Kepa? Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get top four with Kepa because of the upgrades we've made everywhere else. But forget about second place. No way. Not a fucking chance. And forget about a trophy. No, could get a trophy. Could get an FA Cup or a League Cup. Yeah, it's still... You st- you've st- basically, you still have improved massively from last year. Oh, we season. have. Oh, Even absolutely. if you don't get a keeper, you'll... Yeah, yeah, we've massively improved, have. but forget about second place. Forget about it. Matt Forget Goldbridge. about it. <laughs> right, no, yeah. Two hours and 16 minutes. Imagine. That's nuts. Yeah, it's so easy to chat. Oh, yeah, of course. It's very, very easy to chat. But um, I think we will make a habit of this because I Definitely. think it will make this season even more interesting on top of... Yeah. Or it's already going to be interesting, but like for us to have to... Talk about it, yeah. Yeah, and converse and like to do a podcast yeah, really on each cool. episode and the whole just the season in general because like, you're in your element, man. You oh yeah, I'm absolutely. But yeah. I was saying to you, you'd be so good at this, man. I'm telling you, you'd be so good at just doing like a Chelsea U Irish podcast. Yeah. Telling you, man. No, yeah, well, yeah, podcast or whatever you want. Podcast would be easy. Vlogging, yeah. Be hard to do videos and shit. Mm. With college, but, but shit. I think this is good, like to have um, an opposite fan. Yeah, I like that. To have a different, or a lot of different point of view, but yeah, they can look at things differently, and vice yeah. versa for you for United as well. Yeah. Um. You can chat and have the fucking banter and crack too instead yeah. of you just chatting to yourself and having people comment yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But yeah, this was episode 10. Well, possibly the first episode of The Turncoat. <laughs> the Devil <laughs> and the Turncoat. Devil, the, the Red Devil and the Turncoat. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we'll actually we'll have to get a name for this. But um, yeah, there will be future ones, I think. Yeah, this is very definitely. Good. So thanks very much, guys, for listening. Um, Sorry, this, this did go on probably a bit longer than what we would have hoped, but like... It could have gone longer probably could have <laughs> yeah you yeah you and your fucking chelsea yeah but yeah uh it was great thanks very much for coming on too mark no really worries i that. really really enjoyed this i know really you could te- i could it. tell man you yeah. were in your element man doing this yeah. <laughs> i thought you would be too that's yeah. why i said it to you yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah right we're gonna go and uh, yeah take care everyone